Live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Spare Notes series with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and William Cooper. I'm live in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. I'm joined once again by my good friend Kevin and Coop, as you probably know, um, my good friends that do this show with me every week. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's Saturday night once again, and I always look forward to the Spare Note show because... The Spare Note Show is, um, I had this conversation with someone recently. It was someone who said, we were talking about the shows, and I was describing the different shows, and I don't really think about it a lot, so I was, like, putting some thought into, and I was like, you know what, yeah, I'm like, the Spare Note Show is kind of like my open sandbox show. Like, I can kind of do, like, whatever I want to, because we don't, we don't do guests on the show, for those of you who, who noticed. Um... You know, if you've been watching along with us, you probably know we never really have guests. So you don't have a guest to prepare for and stuff like that. It's it's not I don't want to say it's all news driven, but it's 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 topic driven. But it's you know, some of it's news. Some of it's just other things that don't necessarily have to be like a very current event. It's just it's very open. It's a very open show. And that's what I like about it, because it can be very spontaneous and very creative. And uh, it's a good time. And it's also a good place for everyone to air out all their grievances like industry stuff that comes up you know like oh hey like so and so i saw this and blah 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 so it's it's kind of cool um so i always look forward to it because the other show you know it's just a little bit more planned out and stuff like that so um it's just it, when you're producing a show and and all of that it's 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 really cool it's just really cool to to have the freedom i guess is what i'm getting at so i always look forward to saturday nights plus it's a later night um now it's after my daughter's asleep and um so i don't have to worry about that and um it's nice i, I can just kind of take my time with it which is which is cool and i get to see kevin and coop which is awesome too so and see that's the best part of the whole thing you get to see me and coop i know where, um, where would where would where would your life be if it wasn't for me and coop kevin do you already have your new microphone set up i do not Oh, I saw like an arm coming through, and I'm like, "Oh, does he already have that new?" Sound? No, I've been I've been running it literally. Like I literally just got the notification that it is actually sitting at the front door as we speak. <laughs> Not in time. So it was just a little bit. Delayed. I w I wouldn't have used it tonight anyhow, because then I would have been the one that was frustrated with technological difficulties. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I don't mean to get so upset either. It's just you know, it, you you put a lot of effort into stuff. And when it's just for no reason at all, like, you know, all your things fall out of place. It, it's it's very aggravating. It is because, you know, you, you want – and Coop has been doing this a long time. And he'll, he'll back me up on this. You know, you want to be um, – you want to put a show – regardless of what is said on the show, because most people who know me now know that I, I don't really filter myself, um, which I do on purpose. I do that because – I don't feel that there's a need to, you know, hide behind a curtain or, you know, I try to give people the straight and honesty. You know what I mean? I'd rather be honest and open and straightforward and show my emotion um, than pretend. You know, I want people to know that while they may not like what I always have to say, at least I'm being honest with them. Um, but outside of that, um, at least the mechanics of the show, I like to be executed properly. Um, and when you have to rely on this system software, it's, it's a nightmare. It, it really is. Um, 
Oh, man, it's just what a waste. What a waste of uh, opportunity there. I, I just I hate that. It just it really does. It just it gets me so upset. Um, and I'm, I can kind of fix it later. But still, for a live show, people take the time to be here and watch the show. I like things to be executed the right way. I'm very like OCD like that. Um, so but I, I, I know, Kevin, you and I have, have had our fair share of technical issues together. And um, <laughs> There, there, I mean, I'll be honest with you. There was an incident, and Coop was involved, too. Uh, Coop seems to always get dragged into our situations now it, to the point where, I, I, you know, if, if I started getting a bill from Lisa on behalf of, um, you know, the, the Cooper residents, uh, <laughs> uh, like, oh, uh, like billing for their time, you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, you know, well, Coop had to be there for two hours. To, like, I'd be like, you know what? Like, I'm not even going to dispute this. I'm not even going to argue it. Like. You know, I, I, I it, <laughs> I've had to have internet, di oh. internet, diagno internet diagnostics fee from, from cigar coop Inc. For like 1299. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's funny because, you know, we had, so <laughs> we had an incident last weekend where, um, Kevin was working on an article on the website and we were trying to, we were trying to, um, get some photos like formatted and aligned on the article page sorry i gotta i gotta twist this camera because it just looks like it's a little out of place look at that um and kevin was the one who was like all bent out of shape like i just was um although if you thought that was bad you weren't there when kevin got upset so um I'm yeah, sitting I'm there. I'm old and grumpy, so I have an excuse. I'm allowed to be upset because you know I could be like the old guy sitting, sitting and waving my cane and everybody. You don't have to be old to get upset. You know, you just have to, <laughs> you have to be able to justify it. And I feel like most of the time I can justify it. Um, but no, I mean there, you know, there's Kevin getting bent out of shape, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, I'm feeling useless because I feel like I'm the one that's supposed to show him how to use the website. And I don't have a solution to this problem. And I don't know what to do either. So, um, what did I do? We reached, you reached out to Coop. I called Coop. And I said, Coop, I need you to be here. I need you to come bail us out once again. And what did Coop say? Oh, no problem. Give me five minutes. You know, and uh, we all got on a Zoom call, sharing some screens, picking Coop's brain. And uh, we still didn't figure it out. Because um, I had no clue what I was yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah. No, no, well, no, 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 no. It's not, it's not because Coop wasn't good enough. I want to make that very clear. Coop had some solid suggestions, and we were like, okay, well, and, and we tried them, and, and they just didn't work. But that's not on him. He tried. Nobody knew. I'm not, a technical, I'm not, but, but what I'm was, not a technical guy. What was the lesson that we learned in that? That um, any time that you have an internet or – media or anything to do with like modern tech what do you do you call the young guy because mitch was in there for like 18 seconds and goes got it well <laughs> boy wonder boy wonder there you go boy one that's he, so he figured wait the thing you wait and he lives in canada me, too he, fi he figured it out the, the, there's there's so many things i want to say but i know i can't that, that that's, what <laughs> that's what i'm saying that, that was Exactly. I, I'm telling you, in those situations, I'm very untechnical. <laughs> My job's content, so it's like really tough. If I know something, I can try to help. But but yeah, see, boy wonder, it's a different story. You call the young. You're right. You call the young guy. 
I don't know. I see a comment from my wonderful wife up here that says, yes, I was. No, you can't, husband. So it sounds like I'm getting in trouble for something, and I don't even know what I'm getting in trouble yeah, for. Well, that's, here's, that's here's, the here's the reality. When you're a married husband, you just, you're in trouble all the time. So that's just the reality. Um <laughs> Barb is like the Barb is like another if the Barb is the female version of me, so I usually do pretty good at steering out of trouble. Yeah, steering clear of trouble, I should say. Yeah, you d you do your best, but no one's invincible. We we all shall fall. Um, but I forget what we talk. Oh yeah, so I mean yeah, once again Mitchell comes in, and uh, and he and he bailed us out, and I was like wow. And Boy. I don't think it was a hundred percent perfect, but he did a job that was good enough that we were like, you know what, we're we're satisfied. Let's let's put it out. So yeah, I would go. It was like ninety nine point seven, and we were good. Yeah, I mean, you you got to give it to him. I mean, Mitchell showed up, you know, he answered the call, you know, in the final hour, and was like, you know, let me let me do something, and he and he made it happen. And I can't take that away from him. You know, I got to give it to him. Mitchell was a team player that day, and we owe him for that. So. And looking back at it, it was just—it was literally—it was a fucking stupid problem to have in the first place. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I said, it was a photo layout issue. Like such a small detail, but that's the problem. Because again, this is where I circle back to what I started bitching about at the beginning <coughs> of the show. Kevin and I are very similar. We are very detail-oriented. <coughs> We're very detail-focused. Um, you know, I, I spend a lot of time, you know, looking at a lot of websites and, you know, watching other shows and listening to things. And so I pick up on things and I, I see the things that people do that I, I personally like, I personally don't like. I pick up on things that I perceive as a mistake, things I know is a mistake. And I try to like have that data in my mind whenever I do certain things. And I try to think like when I do something, how can I be, how can I do the best job I can? And Kevin's like that too. So when it comes to like little details, like the way certain stuff on our website is, you know, laid out, and then when it loads, does it load the right way? Do things line up? And things that I bet you a lot of people who would go to the website and like read articles would see and maybe not notice, or maybe they would, but they wouldn't think anything of it or care and be like, it's fine. And me and Kevin see it and we're like, oh, what an abomination. And it just, it needs to be fixed. And this was one of those things where normally you see something and you're like, oh, shit, it's a quick fix. You just log in and you make some adjustments yeah, it wasn't and a update quick the page fix. and you're done. This was something that literally was perceived as so simple and we spent hours on it. And it was a photo, like, alignment issue. And it was just, it was a, it was a nightmare. It really was, and even Coop had to suffer through it, and I feel bad because now he's suffering through <laughs> no, it right. again. I, I, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I feel bad. You know, Coop's got to deal with. You guys, you ladies, you ladies, I know have it tough. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Now, now you just, now you just want to kick us while we're see, down. Now, <laughs> now, see shots fired. Wait a minute. How did I? Get, I'm not down. I'm actually <laughs> You're, no, you're 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 it, down it, by it, association, it, 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 but it but it is funny seeing Matt like Matt when you were like oh you know you you were so frustrated you, you are funny Matt when you're frustrated I know it's not something to laugh at when you are frustrated no it's okay I'd rather you it, laugh about it. It, it I mean I go back to I remember um, PCA oh, last year oh here we go and 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 I'm over with Boofy right and Kevin you were there right. 
but I don't know if you saw this happen. I'm with Boofy, right? Oh, Kevin, and yeah. we're talking. And, and the next thing, Matt comes storming into the room. I'm like, hey, Matt, what's up? He's like, oh, I can't deal with you right now. He's like, and then he goes into the back by, uh, the, and I, I don't know, you were having a, you were having a, I didn't know you were having an equipment issue. We are having a crisis. That's what we were having. You, yeah, I was down yeah, to one person. A... I had a camera problem with a camera that wouldn't record. I, I was all by myself. We're halfway to the trade show. I'm way behind schedule. I'm a day yeah. behind schedule. I'm just like out in the middle of the ocean with nowhere to go. And I'm like, I don't know what and, I'm doing right now. And then the next thing I see is, so I'm in the booth, right? And I'm talking to Boofy, and I see Matt. He's on the floor. Like, I don't know. You were on the, the back. floor. In the back. In the back by the stripper pole, right? Yeah. 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 I almost yeah. threw in the towel right there. I almost Well, did. it wasn't something I would laugh at you then, but I think we can laugh at it a little now. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't laugh. I mean, I knew you were pretty upset. I'm like, ah, oh, he's he, – yeah, Bear looks at me. He's like, nah, he's, he – he must be dealing with something, is all I can tell you. know, because I've been, yeah, he all was, been there. He was show. steaming. He was that, was, steaming that, was, yeah. that was the COVID trade show, right? Didn't Nicole no. end up getting sick? Oh, yes. Yeah, that Isn't was, that, uh, yeah, like, yeah. That I mean, we made up for it. We made up for it with this year's trade show. Because this year's trade show, we kicked ass. Um, so that this, this year's show made up for yeah. it. Yeah, last year's show, you know, in hindsight, you know, you gotta remember too, like, we like usually when I come out for a trade show, you know, I'm, I'm really ready to go, I'm focused, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm preparing for it on the plane. Um, I had been in Las Vegas for several days before the show even started because I got married, so, you know, I, I was I was there from like July third or the fourth. I yeah. was there like like for a whole week, and then the show started. Like I was there before even the early people showed up for the trade show, and doing all of that. So I had all that going on, and then when I got to a point where normally you're like, all right, I'm done and I'm I'm going home. This vacation's over. It was like, no, now it's time to you know, and I I just and then Nicole got sick, and I'm just like I, I just I'm I'm like I don't know what the fuck happened, and it just I made it work. I I I put some some coverage out there but but man it was not what i wanted and i'll and i'm i won't hide from it i'll I'll tell you i i was not happy with our coverage last year at all um but unfortunately you know there, there was only so much i could do and i was able to still salvage enough that i i was able to put you know stuff out there but but when we went into the show yeah. this year i was so and then you know nicole wasn't going to be there because she was pregnant and um but I, I was just I like I made sure like okay Nicole definitely won't be there this time but that's okay I don't need Nicole there as long as I have everything everything works I know what I'm doing and our team knows what they're doing and we did a great job so I again I'm really proud There's of the guys few, this year. Few hiccups, but you know, nothing. Like yeah, me, but nothing that me, was worth like me forgetting to start the camera during an interview yeah but that we had to go back and do three times to get it right yeah but that happens that, that i mean that 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 stuff can happen, that happen. That, that that's not had, like we... you know that's not like when you lose like half the team and the team is two people and then you know the camera won't record and you're trying to fix it and it won't cooperate and then you gotta pull out your laptop plug the camera in yeah. And then you're waiting for the for the memory card to download, not because it's full, but just because you need to get 
valuable stuff off so you can reformat the memory card and try that and then that kind of works and then it it and then you then you go back out there and whoo man and then well, you, and, and then at that point you're already in panic mode so then you're just like you're doing your thing but you're just you're just not focused and it's you just feel like you're playing from behind and it and it's 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 tricky oh so 2015 2017 actually was was my year I had really bad trade show coverage yeah. I don't like apologize man so there was one day I went I left the floor early I had a migraine okay yeah and I just I couldn't do it I couldn't do it I said I have to just recharge it was part of a series of things I had. What do you think I get the next day when I come back on the trade show floor? Uh, or at the end of the trade show? Oh, you didn't come see my booze. I, mean, I, I got about 10, oh. 12 people complaining that they, I didn't come see their booze. And I was doing this myself, this, uh, keep it in mind, the trade show garbage. I had a headache, right? And I'm like, really? This this is the pettiness of the industry it's, uh, that we have. Like, I had 12 people. like, And, and they were, they were, it wasn't like they were joking. They were upset. You know what's funny about that is, yeah. as, a, as a team, like I don't think we yeah. filmed, I don't think we filmed or completely covered this, but I know that between the four of us, we walked into and spent time at over 125 booths. At the Easily, yeah, we were, we, and were, we were freaking rocking, and we, yeah, they, and 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 I and I still got phone calls this year and or comments in passing, like, oh, you came to the booth. Some of the people, it was like, well, I came to the booth and you weren't there. And I'm not going to stand around well, waiting for you all day because yeah. I have 125 other well, booths to get to. And then you get the people like, oh, you didn't come by. And I'm like, ah. I'll go better, Matt. I'll go better, Matt. So I got, I got from several people. There's so much we could do. I got, listen, I got from several people, oh, you didn't come by the booth, right? And I said, really? I said, Here's the article that I tagged you in, right, that we wrote up. No, we didn't shoot video with you, but, but we did write an article on you. What do you mean I wasn't at the booth? <laughs> I, I have photos of you. Oh, I said, yeah, yeah. I said, by the way, we tagged you on it, you know. So I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's amazing to me, too, you know. It, it, like I, it's a, the, the, the stories <laughs> I can give you of this is, is, is hysterical. I'm. I'm. Sure you probably have a long list of stories. I'm starting to make my collection of stories. Oh, and like, oh, okay. You don't want to talk <laughs> to me before the trade show, right? But now you're calling my like. So there's another one. Now we'll get. Now you get me going, right? So the other, another great one is, you know, we try to reach out to companies before the trade show to share coverage, and, and they don't want to do it with us, right? And that's hey, fine. Chuck's here. Uh, well, and then what they're doing is they're calling my phone in the middle of the trade show. Like, can you come by the booth? Oh, I hate that. Like, by the way, by the I way, I fucking way, hate that. By the way, don't do it unless no. you don't want me to go to your booth. Like, no. I, I, first of all, my, I don't. Matt knows I don't keep my phone like active during the trade show anyway, so so it's gonna do you no good. Coop doesn't you. keep his phone active like between the hours of six p.m. and nine p.m. <laughs> um, yeah, he's usually nap during that time. Well, there's a game yeah. on. <laughs> like, you can, you cannot reach Coop at dinner time. We were just on Tuesday we talk- or Thursday. <laughs> we were talking about this on KMA. Well, because you have to do shows, but we were talking about this on KMA. Alex even said, he goes, yeah, during a Phillies game, I can't get hold of Coop. He's like, he's off the – I said, yeah, I'm off the grid. Uh, I've always been good at separating. So at a, at a PCA trade show, like trying to call me to come to your booth, first of all, is lame, right? But second of all, it, it's useless because you ain't going to get me. Like there's, there's no – like my wife has my other phone number, right? So if there's an emergency at home, 
that other phone number she can call, and if I know if that other phone rings, it's an emergency. So, yeah, and that uh, phone is not giving out to anybody. That's my question. I, mean, like, I, I, I had several people like actually like come up to me at the show this year. Hey, can you guys come to our booth? I don't know, if, Coop, if you do ever experience oh, that. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do. And, and you know, it's funny. I've had conversations after the trade. I said, look, have conversations with us before the trade show. And I said, please don't let me read about your stuff from another media site. I said, because then I'm not really interested in covering you. I said, it said, but we, we really want to be familiar with some of your stuff before we go to the trade show so we can do better coverage at the trade show. I mean, I will say, I mean, at least my opinion of it is that, I mean, we covered a couple booths that we probably would not have covered had these people not come up and grabbed us. We, we had, we had a, look, occasionally it does happen and and we get, we get suckered into it and occasionally it's actually not a bad thing, but sometimes it's a company that's never tried to reach out to us before either. And then it gives me, it gives me a reason to have a conversation saying, look, this is how we work, you know? Um, you know, that we only have X number of booths we can cover. And, you know, the best way to ensure you get covered is communicate with us. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Yeah, and I mean, it's just, it's, you know, one of those things. I mean, you know, the ones that we did, I mean, you know, a couple of them weren't so great. And, like, a couple of them ended up being, you know, maybe some of our better coverage from the show. So it it worked out. I mean, in the long run, if it's a newer company, you know, at least they know, you know, they learn right then and there, you know, how it works and what you need to do next year and, you know, be better yeah. prepared and come better prepared. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you guys this year, I, I said you guys did an incredible job with your coverage this year, Thank especially you. having a new team in place. Um, that that was a great – because it's tough. We had a new team in place in 2021, and, and we had some growing pains. Not that we did a bad job, but you guys did a great job your first year. So mm-hmm. you should be very, you should be very, very happy um, how that's gone. And it's, it's only things you could build on. And you may have a stumble here and there, but I think you guys are in the right direction there. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, Coop. Uh, thank you very yeah. much. And um, yeah, me, too, me too, man. That's that means a ton coming from you. Um, you know, it's and it's true, and and and. There was a lot of preparation. A lot of time was spent. Um, I also, and Kevin knows, I know how to keep people on track. And I think that's all yeah. I need to say. Um, yeah. I made sure that those guys were ready. And I made sure that they knew when we walked out on that floor and it was time and I sent them off on their own, they were ready to go. And when I walked into the trade show in the first that first minute and – I went this way and they went that way. I looked at Kevin and I said, you know, go kick some ass, get it done. And he did. And I knew he was ready to go. Um, and so it was, I mean, that's where I had a benefit. That's where I had benefit of, you know, of working the show before and on both sides of it. So I had a little, I mean, yes, I'm, was, I'm new to the team, but I had a little bit of advantage because it's, you know, it wasn't my first rodeo. So, I had somewhat of an idea of what to expect, so that helped a lot. Yeah, and, you know... Definitely. It ain't easy, man. It's it, not. it is not easy. It's not, and, you know, um, you know, we got another show coming up soon uh, because of the schedule change, and um, I'm hoping that, you know, now that these guys already have one show under their belt, and they... There there were some things that, you know, I won't discuss publicly because it's, 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 it's a team discussion, but... You know, and nothing major, but I, the team, you know, we had discussions after the show and 
they know the things that they need to improve on for the next show. And so, and nothing, you know, nothing too drastic, but I think that going into the next show, like they, they have the experience of that first show. Um, they know how it works, but they also know the mistakes that they made the first time. And I know they won't make them again. So as well as they did the first time, I expect them to be just the absolute best the next time around. Uh, and I, and I, I think that there's, there's well, unless you're out there screwing no up, reason you're to never doubt them. Learn. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to make mistakes to learn, right? So, I mean, we did, it was definitely a learning experience. I mean, there was mistakes made, to your point. It's like some of them were just like so like basic, simple stuff that the mistake was made. It's like, how the hell did I forget to do this? Or how the hell did I do that? Yeah. But you know what? If, if it's, you, it, yeah. you, now you know and you make it, you put it on your punch list. So yeah. now you yeah. just go down the list as you get ready to go and start through the show and you're not going to forget. Every year you're gonna come out of there, and there's gonna be things you need to improve on. It, it's every year, and if you don't have things to improve on, then you're probably doing something wrong. Is what I'm saying. Excuse me, gentlemen. I will be right back. Well, I mean, I would think you know, someone even to your caliber, Coop. I mean, when you go to the show every year, when you come out of it, it's like you know, I could have done this better. I could have done this different, or whatever. It's like there's not anyone out there that knows it all. Yeah. I agree. You know, when we went in 2021 with the four-man team, um, that was the first time we had really ever really all gotten together as a team, right? So we – and we had only put that team together three to four weeks before the show. So – because Ben joined the team very late. We weren't even planning on doing video coverage two years ago. Um, so, believe me, we knew it was a shotgun wedding uh, when that happened. Last year – we we changed a bit. Uh, we had a good one. This year, well, I think we had our best coverage ever. There were a lot of personal cha- Everyone on the team seemed to have a personal challenge this year off uh, outside of cigars. There was something mm-hmm. going on with everyone. On the, in fact, Nielsen had to go home, you know. So uh, there was some challenges for sure with that. Um, but I think we were at a point that, you know, if someone had to go home, someone else could fill in. So we, we were we were well prepared. Um but let, but last year was definitely a challenging show off off the trade show floor for the Coop team, uh, for sure. Everyone had their challenges last year. So I think uh, that's one of the things when we when we relocate to Nola in twenty five, where there may be some challenges presented because, I mean, with with Barb and I living here, you know, logistically something it just makes some things easier because we're here in town. So yeah, if you, you gotta already run know the lay this, of the land. You gotta run yeah. and do that. You can you can go out and make it happen. Where if you're Noah, none of us know anything, so it's it. There could definitely be some challenges that are unexpected that just don't happen here. Um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Oh no. What one thing I was gonna say is yeah, but I mean, so one thing with New Orleans is, well, I'll have to kind of deal with that together. And uh, the only thing we can really do is just do our research and prepare. Ask the PCA all the questions that we, you know, need to, and just cross our fingers. <laughs> I hope that it goes well. I mean, that's. I mean, it's going to be new for everybody. I mean, yes, there's been, and Coop will attest to this. There's been trade shows in New Orleans before, but not for several years. I mean, Coop, when's the last time there was a trade show there? Two, 20... two, two, 2015. Yeah. So I mean, you're talking. So at that point, it, and it almost was ten years. It was a bad. It was a bad show. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. However, this is the first time it's going to be in New Orleans under the uh, the the, uh, the Scott Pierce regime. 
Yeah. So I have confidence in the leadership and the board. I have a lot more confidence in the people running this organization now. Well, don't get me wrong. I think they made a mistake going to New Orleans. Um, however, that being said, I have confidence that this team can pull it off. That's uh, in our leadership of the PCA. So that's 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 the plus right now. Oh, gee. Alan Rubin has graced us with his presence. You know what? Please no. You know what? I, I'm in a mood today. I'm in a mood today. We'll see. We'll see where this goes. We'll see where this goes. You you are in a mood today, but you know what? Though I can kind of see the mood starting to lighten up as the as as the thing goes. Yeah, this you want to put me in a bad mood. <laughs> so let me take a minute. <laughs> let me take a minute. It, Wait, it, are we going to start talking about Gabe Kapler now? Uh, we're no. Not no, 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 no. We're not going to do that because I don't want to get Coop fired up because I can't have two of us fired up tonight. Only one of us can be fired up at a time. So, first of all, let's talk about what um, we always like to talk about on this show, and that is what we're using to cut and light our cigars. And as always, St. Dupont comes in to save the day. That's right. Nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. You want to talk about cutters and lighters? You want to talk about Rolls Royce Bentley? You talk about St. Dupont? I mean. It's the Louis Vuitton of cutters and lighters. I mean, made in France. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I like to use, and Coop likes to use, the Defi Extreme. Two-jet lighter. Beautiful, giant view fuel. The, the, uh, sorry, I stumbled on that one. Um, <laughs> the, view, the, the fuel view window, I guess, uh, on the side. Um, very easy to check the, the level of your fuel. Side trigger right here. Nice, hard, solid click. You really feel that ignition. I mean, it's just it's a it's a very solid um, lighter. You know what I mean? It, it's got some weight to it. It feels good in the hand. It has a nice, solid ignition. Real nice, hard click. This is the petrol matte blue. Uh, that's what it's called, petrol blue. It's a matte blue finish, which is exclusive to the United States. This lighter was released this year in this finish. Uh, Coop is using the white. I don't know the exact name of that white it might be an arctic white um beautiful beautiful but, white though but a beautiful lighter i mean just absolutely some of the best i mean all the cutters and lighters that i have i i, I have several brands I, I i'll be honest with you I, especially being in the media you know you're always trying new stuff but the ones that i carry with me the ones that i rely on every day are made by st dupont and at st dupont be exceptional um one of the things now having said that I also, like I said, I, I, and Coop and Kevin obviously do this too. Um, but, you know, I'm always trying new products because things come out, things are released. You know, I'll be honest with you. Yes, people send me stuff. It just happens. Um, I don't always ask for it. In fact, I don't really ever ask for it. Uh, oh, don't apologize for it, Matt. It's no, 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 no. You gotta, okay. you gotta satisfy okay. the peanut gallery. You know all those people out don't there. Don't do who, it. It's, you know. it's me. Come on. It's, this is 2023. I can't believe we have this discussion. It <laughs> explains why we get stuff. But anyway, uh, I have a new product with me, and I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about it tonight because it, it is in the process of being reviewed. It, it's very interesting. Um. There's a there's a likes and dislikes that I have about it, and I, I'm going to try to save a lot of that for the review because I want you to go read the review. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce this on the show. So there there is a brand out there that makes some things uh, that are truly unique, and uh, you've probably seen the name. You probably don't know how to pronounce the name. I didn't. 
uh, until I spent some time with them at the booth. And I was like, I, how do you pronounce this? Because I don't speak French. And uh, But it, 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 it's pronounced La Filam. Um, and you've probably noticed them from their knife cutters. Uh, if you've seen the the little like chopping knife that people use to cut their cigars, um, which are kind of cool, we we've reviewed that. That's on smoketobacco.com. Um, I think we've talked. I cut about the tip of my finger off with one of those. Yep, yep. <laughs> so they uh, they had a prototype of PCA, and um, I I asked questions about it. I was told this is a prototype. We're working on it. It's not really officially released, so like I can show it to you. But you know they didn't really want to talk about it. And I said, okay, that's fine. And like, you know, when we're ready to talk about it and release it, we will, you know, get in touch with you. And I said, all right. So they had contacted me and said, hey, we're releasing this new product and we'd like to send it to you, um, you know, to check out and review. And I said, absolutely, no problem. So it finally came in all the way from France. And it, it's very interesting. It is what they call the lay tag 135, I think the number is. And what it is. It's a dog tag, like an actual, like a wearable dog tag. You can see with the ball chain, and hold it up a little bit more, Matt. Sorry, I, I was trying to untangle the chain. There you go. So there it is. I don't want to go too close and like unfocus my camera because that's a bitch to do. So there it is. Now, and what it is is it's a dog tag cutter. So the bottom part slides open, and you got yourself a nice single guillotine cutter. Now. I know you guys are probably watching this on a phone or on your computer, maybe some of you on the TV, but uh, you know the video is hard to do something justice, right? So, what I um, what I noticed about this first is the the opening, or sometimes referred to as the aperture, you know, of the, the opening of the cutter. Um, when you look at this right off the bat, you'll notice this is very large. This is easily a 70 ring gauge cutter. Like most, like I have. All right, so I have a Dupont one here, and this is probably like a I don't know, like a 54, if I can get it to open, right? It's a smaller size, but it's an average size. And then I have with me a Zycar XO, and I believe this is a 60 ring cutter. So I'll try to hold them up all together. It, it's fairly large for what it is. I, and kind of like I'll have all three of those there together, like kind of all lined up. So you can kind of, you can kind of make that out. This is like, this is substantially large i mean you you could easily cut a 70 so our, or 80 with this and like in you know no problem so as our friend map as our friend matt booth would say that cutter has a lot of girth no this cutter has a lot of gape <laughs> it has a lot of gape <laughs> a lot of gape it's gape <laughs> the opening it's gape if it's the cigar it's it's girth this has this has the gape for a lot of girth that now, actually looks really cool, Matt. It is. It, you know, here's the thing. As a wearable item, you know, I, I'm a big jewelry guy. You know, I, I, I like I like different kinds of jewelry. Um, Chuck, that's a great question. Let me circle back to that momentarily. Um, you know, it's it, it, it. I like it. I like I like the idea of it. I just feel like the dog tag is a little too big. And I asked them about this, and I was told, I don't know if officially or unofficially, but I was told that there will be a smaller version of this coming out in 2024. So I was kind of excited because I'm like, all right, I love the idea, but I don't know if I like how big this one is. So 
for now, we're going to work with this one. We'll visit maybe a, another size later. Um, but it is interesting. Now, I, ha I actually haven't cut with it yet. I'll be honest with you. This has just been sitting on my desk. Um, and I, I haven't really played with it yet. So now that I've had some time, I might light my next cigar with this. Um, and we'll, we'll get a live, uh, we'll get a live reading on what this is, but it's, it's fairly interesting. I, I have to say, I do know that it is all stainless, at least all of the dog tag part. Actually, no, I think all of it is, but the dog tag part specifically is a culinary grade stainless steel, which is the same stainless steel that is used on their, um, Le Petit, which is the, the knife cutter that they manufacture. Um, the blade, the blade on that knife is a culinary grade stainless steel. And it's the same stainless steel that they've used in the dog tag for not only the blade, but you know, the, the, the frame part of it too. Um, so I, I, high quality materials, um, you know, for those who have maybe seen my review on some of their other reviews on their other products, you kind of know where they've lied so far, but this, this is a new product and we're going to give it a fair shake. I don't know how it cuts, but it's a cool little product. And these, I believe, will be shipping out next week. I think they'll be like available to the public. Um, so stay tuned. Might have to try one of the, just might have to try one of those out. That actually looks pretty freaking cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I wore it around for a little bit. It is a little big, but I'm also a bigger guy. I could probably get away with it. If you're a smaller framed, you know, individual like a you know especially like a lot of females or you know some some men it might it might seem very gigantic on you um so again that's really my only so far without actually functionally testing it that's like the surface thing that i'm like it just seems kind of big but you know if that's your thing or if you're a big enough person and it just kind of sits well on you hey maybe it, it's an invalid concern so yeah i mean it's it's cool. I, you know, and I, I, the, the thing I like about it, you know, because I try to be fair, it's different. You know, it's it's an out-of-the-box idea. Like, hey, here's like a cutter that like you can wear. And it seems to be kind of the theme with them. They also have the punch the uh, the punch cutter bracelets that you've probably seen. You know, they, they look like these, like the beads. And then there's a, there's, a, there's a metal cylinder that opens and there's a punch inside. Um, so they, their thing seems to be like wearable cigar accessories, which is, you know... Interesting. It's different. You know, it's it's different than, you know, regular cutters and lighters. And so I give them I give them props for, you know, the concept They're, they're I've seen some of their stuff. Uh, I haven't covered them as extensively I think, as you have. They they definitely seem like they're targeting a younger demographic, which is not a bad thing. A hundred percent. Yeah. The bracelet, the bracelet and the um, and this especially. I think they're going to the younger demographic. The cigar knife. Um, a lot of people I have not. I didn't care for it, okay? But um, that's not that's. I'll put that more on me than the product because a lot of people do like that product. I just, I just, I'm very much with the double guillotine stuck in my ways. But um, but a lot of people have, have said a lot of good things about that cigar knife. Yeah, I mean it. Um, it. I mean it cuts. It definitely cuts clean as long as you keep your finger out of the way. When <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure, right? The but I mean, it's I mean, it's like it's it's literally like a hot knife through butter through the cigar, but you yeah. have to you know I mean I mean I know we've discussed it on the show previously, you know they're they're con the blade is contoured so you have to make sure you cut it the right way to make sure that it doesn't hurt your cigar. If you, those things are, I mean it's it is such a slick cut. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, the th like, yeah, like, it's a very well-made, like, the material, the thing I, the thing I've noticed about them so far, and I'll be very honest, I don't hide, you can read the review on the knife cutter, they use very good materials, I, you know, I will give them that, they use very good materials, you can tell by the way it feels, by the way it performs, you know, the, the blades are insanely sharp, um, you know, especially when you're using it as a cutter or as a knife, because, you know, you can open it up and just use it as a knife. I've used that to cut a lot of things. And, I mean, it. you you know a sharp knife from a from a dull knife or a, or a, a lower quality knife. To, that thing just, like, butter through almost everything. I mean, cardboard boxes. We get so many packages. Then, you know, you got to open them up. It just goes right through. No, like just it's no, like it's, no it's resistance. literally cuts a cigar like if you're cutting it with a scalpel. I mean, it's 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 that clean and that quick. Just oh yeah. Done. My only concern, my only like major critique with them and their products, and it's a little, it's pretty much universal. They use great quality products. They got great ideas. I feel like the assembly lacks because I. The one thing I noticed about, like, the knife is, like, the blade gets loose very easily. And I'm constantly trying to, like, tighten it. And, you know, on the punch bracelets, the only part about the punch bracelets I didn't like was they, like, all of the, like, so the first version that they came out with, they used a stretchy elastic. So, like, these are, these are room 101. These are mats. Um, I'll take them off. So these are mats. These are room 101, and they use that elastic string. So they they just they stretch yeah. over, right? And that's what they use on theirs. But Matt has like a a, a solid, like it, it, you'll never see it on the camera because right? it's it's clear and it's. But small. Matt Matt stuff is like yeah, I mean Matt's, I know what you're saying. It's top, Matt stuff is not. solid. They yeah. used a different version where they used two really thin elastic strings that went through every bead, and then they were knotted, and that bracelet snapped on me. Um, two or three months in and then they gave me i saw them at the booth and i told them i said hey you know we i tested this out i wore it for a while it snapped on me um but my room 101 ones you know have stood the test of time and uh they're like oh we're aware of this and you know we're we're trying to get away from that we're coming out with a rope version that you know is knotted and it slides to you know tighten under the wrist and i said all right and i, I tested that out and that lasted two months and then that snapped um, so their bracelets don't seem to last very long. Um, the structural integrity of the, the cord or elastic or whatever they use, depending on which version it is, does not seem to hold up. Um, they've broken on me after a couple of months very quickly. Um, and my room 101s that I've, I've, I've been wearing these for a couple of years now and I've never had any issues. Right. Uh, that's, that's, that's the. That's the big disappointment. I I, I love them because, like, again, I'm a jewelry guy. You know, I, I'm a fashionable guy when it comes to stuff like that. I, I like that stuff, like, excites me. I love the idea of, like, oh, like, there's a, like, I can put another, like, bead bracelet on and there's, like, a cigar cutter on there. Like, I love that whole thing. But the problem is, is it just doesn't last. So that's disappointing. The knife is a much better product. The assembly of it is a is a little subpar, but... The functionality and the quality of the stainless are great. So when it comes to this, I have high hopes that it's going to cut well, it's going to perform well, 
and it's all stainless. There's no there's no elastic or rope that can break. So unless this this ball chain that you know the classic you know military dog chain dog tag dog tag chain. I don't know why I couldn't get that out. Um, like suddenly falls apart, which I've had cheap ones that have lasted forever. Um, I have high hopes for this. I do. I have high hopes for this. And uh, like I said, I, I wish it was a little smaller, but it sounds to me like that product is in the works. And uh, it's 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 different. And uh, it, it's 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 cool. I like the idea of it a lot. Hey, hey, Matt, can you put... Let me find it again. Can you put Chuck Angiolio's comment up on the screen where he was asking yep. Yep. What, what we prefer? Because yeah. I think that definitely, that definitely ties right into... Uh, our you know, amazing sponsor, ST DuPont. Yeah, so uh, would you prefer soft flame or three-jet torch? This is a very good question. Um, I think all of us should individually talk about which what, what we like, and I'm going to go last because I've done enough talking for right now. I think people are sick of listening to me. So I'll let Coop go first because he's been, like, the quietest one tonight, and then Kevin and then I, I'll, I'll go, but – um, and I'm curious to see what everyone says, but Coop, I'll let you answer this first. Um, I am a jet flame guy all the way. I, I do not like soft flames. In fact, I had an ST DuPont soft flame and I gave it to a family member. Um, cause I just, I wasn't, it's great lighter. I'm just not comfortable with the soft flame. I don't have the patience for it. My so, one. so, um, <sighs> I'm, a, I'm a jet, I'm a jet flame guy 100% of the way. Pull mine out. It's not, it's not even, like, I don't even, yeah, I, I I just don't like the soft flame, period, yeah. All right, Kevin, you're up. So, so for me, I mean, I, if I'm outside or, like, on the golf course or something like that, I mean, you pretty much are limited to a jet flame because that's really in, outside in the wind. That's really the only thing that's going to work, right? <clears throat> but if you're sitting inside in the convenience of a lounge, I'm a soft flame guy. I mean, I absolutely just, I just, I love the nostalgia, I guess, of lighting it with the soft flame. But recently, with using this Mega Jet, I've really come to love the flat flame. I know when we uh, when we had it on the show, you know, when 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 uh, when they first sent us these lighters, and we had it on the show. Cardito love that flat flame. Point, yeah, I love a flat pointed flame. Pointed out, pointed out that it is probably the closest thing in the lighter world to a match. So it's like, okay, I got to check this out. So I grabbed, I grabbed, a, you know, one of the seed, one of the cedar matches, and lit it, and looked at it, and just it gets that nice white flame and everything. And then I got yep. this and lit it, and it's like, wow, it really does light like a match. So the more I use this, the more I like it. You know, so it's like I'm kind of kind of a mix. I mean, like I love this. I love this line too. I mean, you know, the 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 ping and just the the. It's. I mean, it's literally like a you know a piece of art. You know, so I mean, this is close to my heart. But I mean, I love a soft flame. It's just it's just the simplest way to light a cigar. It's right. it's always reliable and always works. But you know, you said Kevin that flat flame, that flat jet kind of is a is a compromise for me. You know. Because it's it's a, I love the flat those flat flames a lot. Well, and to be fair, Chuck had asked, you know, what do you soft flame or three jet torch? So oh, and, and kind of keeping three jet torch for me. In keeping with what he asked specifically, 
Um, I'm a little bit more like Kevin. I really, I really enjoy the soft flame. I like the slow roast when I light a cigar. I mostly exclusively use that though when I'm really just sitting down to relax and enjoy the cigar. Mm. There's a lot of times when I smoke a cigar, it's not really for enjoyment. And I'm out and about or I'm on the show or whatever, and I just want to get my cigar lit and move on so I can get on to what I'm doing. And so, yes, the, the jet lighter obviously is faster. And like Kevin pointed out, if you are outside and it is in a very windy area, I, I remember a year ago, a year ago this week. You don't, was, you don't have a choice. A year ago this week, I was down in the Dominican, and uh, I remember being on the beach and trying to light my cigars with the breeze, and I only had a soft flame lighter on me, and it was a bitch, and I hated it um, in that setting because I just couldn't get my fucking cigar lit. Um, so that is definitely a drawback, but when I'm inside and I'm sitting down and I, I'm enjoying, I, I like to slow toast my cigar on a soft flame. I personally, I like it better. I think the cigar has just a different experience when I do it that way. Maybe, I, maybe it's just me, I, but I just, I've always liked it, but I do like it, the torches it. as well. When it comes to torches, I've got singles, I got the flat, I got twins, I got triples, quads, and five jets. I will say, and this has nothing to do with the fact that they advertise, but that Defi Extreme with the twin jets, I always liked the, the three and the four jets. I always like when I when I first started smoking, I always had three and four jet lighters that were just balls to the wall. I always thought they were badass. As I got more experienced I realized I didn't need a four jet lighter to light a Lancero because that was overkill. And so I adapted. But what I will say is this particular Defi Extreme with these with the twin jets, and they're angled out they're not just yep. straight up, they're angled together. So you got it the is. two jets, but they, they come together in the middle. And I find that even just those two jets, they're great for a real thin like Lancero or a Lonsdale, but because they have a little bit more power behind that single point, they're also great to light, you know, like a 52, 54. I, say, I got my 60 with it tonight, yeah. Yeah. It worked great. It yeah. does. It, it's yeah. not like it's... Yeah, the flame on that thing is outstanding. Yeah. I This glider, the second I got my hands on it, I fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To me, th 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 this is one of the greatest lighters I've ever had. This this Defi Jet. I mean, it's... Uh... And it's, by the way, it's affordable. I mean, I know DuPont is maybe not affordable to every. Compared to some of the other DuPont stuff, that's an affordable DuPont, I would say. I mean, I want to say so. I also like in front of. I have a lot of things here. So like this is the this is the Maxi. This is the classic Maxi Jet. The single the single torch lighter that you've probably seen. I believe in basic finishes, nothing like limited edition. I believe this lighter retails for like around two hundred bucks. Which, again, I know is for a lighter is steep, but you also have to consider what you're what you're buying. You know, you're buying you're, something. You're going to have this. You're going to have this lighter for five or ten years. I mean, you're going to have more. this a long time. as like more. Right. Buy, I mean, one. Just, Buy once, cry once. Hate, you know, look, nothing against it. You know, there's a market for the inexpensive lighters, but you they're they're going to be you're not going to have them very long. I'm actually going to bleed and fill this. Um, but but right you now. know, Matt, 
I, I gotta just say, you know, um, the the one thing I really like about about this, um, you kind of the the way the the performance of this thing is unbelievable. When you that that click, it doesn't have the ping, but it has the that click. It's a real solid click. Like when you click, ignite, yeah, like yeah. You, you like it has a nice solid ignition. I know, I know, it's I know it's like when I hit that click, I know I'm getting I know I'm getting fuel on it. Well, and, and every time it clicks, it lights. You know, and that's 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 the beauty, at least for me, with the SD Dupont stuff. You know, I have a couple, you know, older line ones, limited edition. I can't get to them right now, but I mean, they're you know they're 15 years old, and they work as if you know the the day they were brand new. You know, that's one of the yeah. beauties with Dupont stuff is it just it lasts, it works. And I mean, if it's a collectible lighter or if it's a, a family heirloom or whatnot, you can send it to Dupont and they will rework it and make it like new. And they'll clean you it know? up. So, yeah, I mean, yeah they will. Yeah, they'll so, yeah. I mean, it's it'll literally. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an investment literally that can last forever. No, they uh, they uh, they're great. I mean, they're just they're great products. Um, and you know, they stand by the products. I can tell you that. Uh, you know, they're distributed out of Charlotte. Coles of London, who's a distributor based in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they really do. And, um, you know, and again, I know they advertise, but one of the things I will tell you is um, we don't just collect the paychecks here. I mean, I, I like to, when I try to work with someone, I, I like to work with people who have a company who I, I really believe in as well. Um, because, you know, I like to do business with good people, and I really, I really do believe in the products at SD Dupont. I mean, they, they, they stood the test too. of time for me. They, they're reliable. Yeah, I mean, I know that they're not the most affordable products, but you get what you pay for. I mean, you make that investment, you'll have it forever. Um, I have a 100%. line too. I have a line too with me. Yeah. I love yeah, this lighter. Yeah. Um, Same here. It's it's great. And then of course I don't. The only actually the only one I don't have. I have all of them except for the Legrand. And what's interesting about the Legrand is it's a soft flame, but also on the on the on the uh, on the roller where you strike the flint, if you push up on it on the Legrand, it becomes a single torch. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like a two in one, and uh, that's a very interesting lighter as well and very useful because it has you know you can carry one lighter and you have your soft flame, and if you can't. You're in a windy area, or you just want to use a torch. You can just just make one hand motion, and you, and you, now you have a torch lighter too. So that, that that's another thing that's uh, very interesting. And even their single flames. I mean, it's it's a hot single flame. I mean, it's a good flame. So I mean, you can light a sizable cigar even with a single flame torch. Yeah, yeah. Or a single a, yeah. single, a single jet torch, I should say. Yeah, that's uh, like I said, that's keeping with the Defi. The sixty, I was able to light this with no problem. Um. It's precise, so if you want to touch up, you can get a nice touch up with it as well. I mean, it's one of the, it's uh, SD Dupont guys. I mean, it's one of those things that you know, again, you know, like Matt said, it, they're they're a sponsor of the show. But you know, I mean, I went out and bought, or I should say, my wife went out and got me this beautiful line too. Way you know, well before SD Dupont ever came on board. I mean, it's definitely a product that. You, I mean, if you can afford to get it, get it, and you won't be sorry. So, Chuck, I, I, I hope, I hope that we, we answered that. It 
thoroughly enough for you. I yep. I, uh, I, yep. I wanted to make sure we, we, we gave all the information we could um, on that question. And we appreciate it. Great questions. question. Yeah, great question, it, it, yeah. Question. It is. It, it's a good one. It's a good one. And, and I, I, I encourage people, you know, whoever, you know, you guys ever have questions, please don't be shy. Uh, ask these questions because, um, you know, uh, this show, I, I definitely, I, you know, not every show we, we monitor every comment, but on this show I, I, I do because we, 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 we tend to get a lot of great stuff in the comments during the show. Um, like, Coop, I know you, I, and this isn't a knock, but I know, like, during your shows, you, you, you guys really don't play into the comments a lot, but I feel like on this show it works really well. Yeah, so. well, well, I mean, we, we actually we do a little bit of a different format, um, and that's that's the only reason. So we, that's why we have different shows, so we can do different types of things. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, I encourage people, you know, whoever have questions, please keep them coming. We'll, we'll, we'll keep this train rolling. Yep, um, yep. We'll keep it rolling all night. Um, yeah. So, all right, so he actually responded back. This is interesting. So he said, thank you for responding. I am a, I'm a triple jet guy due to the variety of sticks. I, I like Chuck. Good man, Chuck. Good yeah. man, Chuck. And that's a, you know what? I'm and that's a, a very I'm respectable team, answer. I'm yeah. I'm on the team triple jet team with Chuck on this one. But I think that's why we have all like then again. That's why there's not every accessories for everybody. Um, True, is what yeah. I just say too. So, you know, to uh, Alan's you know, to, to Alan's credit, uh, you gotta you gotta throw the bone when it's earned. He did say whatever floats your boat. And to be honest with he got you, his one he, we he's gave right. him his one comment for the night. Okay, <laughs> but you know what? Well, but I mean, he, he said right. he likes to light with cedar sprays. You know, Alan likes to use toilet paper or you know fireplace kindling to light his. Numerous <laughs> his numerous Altadas cigars that he likes to smoke, and um, you know that's fine. That's what he likes to use. So if it works for him, great. Um, you know, I hey, prefer who, more conventional accessory. But <laughs> I mean, hey, who 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 here has lit a cigar off the burner off of a gas stove? I did it. I've done it. <laughs> I haven't just because I haven't had the opportunity to be around one and want to do that but i mean i know like back so, in the day people used to light their cigarettes that way right yeah yeah but i've done it <laughs> yeah no we don't have we don't have gas in our house so i uh i've never had the opportunity to do so but i would if i had to yeah why not you know <laughs> about three or four years ago and i think there's a facebook video on this i have we got we we replaced everything in the kitchen like all new appliances and we had a new ventilation system. And my wife's like, let's test out this ventilation system. She goes, I want you to smoke a cigar in the kitchen and see if Ooh. it, you know, worked. So I know there's a video somewhere on my Facebook page where I did that. We, we smoked the cigar, test out the ventilation system. Now, how well was the ventilation system? Really good. It was new, yeah. Do you smoke work in great. the kitchen? There you go. No, I don't, I, I, I don't smoke. <laughs> Look, I have, I have a very nice area in my house I can't smoke, so... Um, you know, look, I have antique. Look, you know, I joke around about the parlor. I'm not putting smoke on the parlor furniture. It's just not happening. I'm not gonna parlor. I, I would damage it with ashes. Yeah. The, oh, the parlor. That's the secret room in my house. Yeah, don't 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 you're show your to... don't show your age too much, Goop. Does anybody a, call I have it this, a, a parlor? I have parlor the, <laughs> the parlor. So, so, the somehow, parlor. somehow, I just put, I pictured Coop with like a monocle, white gloves, and and I'm down like, in the so parlor, Lisa. With, 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 with when you when hat. you walk. When you walk into my house, on the right side there's a humidor yeah. of cigars. That's for guests. And then on the left side is the parlor. And then you can uh, then my office is 
to the right of the humidor. And then, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's 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 all set up. That for, I have, I, our I, house. I, Sorry, Coop. No, that's okay. You're good. This is, this is when you walk in our house, I have a tower, like, right when you walk in the door, but it's just out of necessity is that I didn't have any other place to put it, so it's sitting right inside the front door. Yeah. I used a map torch one time. You used a what? I used a map torch. Map You know, you know, like map gas, like for like plumbing, mm -hmm. for sweating. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah, I've used I've used that. <laughs> that <Yeah>. was cool. <laughs> By the way, someone hey, someone just made the comment about flame. that lunatic. Someone made the comment about the lunatic. You may see a review on that this week on Coop. Gas stove burning for the new lunatic. You could I you, need a, you, I need a, you need a you need a map torch for that one too. Well, that's being smoked. The plan is, if all goes well, that's being smoked tomorrow. Um, it's being bumped up in the review order because I got to get it out of my humidor. Um, I'm only smoking one for this review. For I I have two of them, but I'm only smoking one for this review because it's a freaking commitment for that, you know. Um, yeah, and if I've I can't got, get if I've I can't figure if I can't figure it out on one, then that's the guard. Yeah, you can't figure it out. Period. Oh oh oh! Nicole's quick with the comment. Hashtag teaser free. Doctor, you're free. I'm telling you what's happening. I'm smoking tomorrow. It's coming out cool. I just don't know if Tara, I can it. Riley himself said that cigar no, takes six I'm hours to smoke. I'm just telling you whether I get the review done by Monday or Tuesday is going to be the question. But the plan is it's being smoked tomorrow. There's no teaser. Alan so said Coop is saying he's going to smoke one cigar tomorrow. He, that's all he needs to. Are you kidding me? At 100 ring? Fuck that. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, I, that's I, 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 I'd, I I'd be the, done for the day, too. How many Tauros does that equate to, if you actually really think about it? So it's 10 by 100, right? Yep. So if you're I a, a say, typical Toro is what, 6 by 52? Yeah, but it's not twice. It's I, I want to say it's like four or five times. Yeah, so like it's got to be wait. equivalent to like four cigars, right? Alan said you need a tiki torch to light the new lunatic. And this is where Alan is wrong, because you don't want to light a, any cigar with a tiki torch, because most tiki torches are fueled by tiki oil fuel, and yeah. that is not something you want to light a cigar with. You and just need no. like one of those personal flamethrowers that they have for self-defense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You want to be careful. You want to be careful with with oil. Yeah. And I know Alan's probably joking. Before he's like, I'm just cut. But you, you gave him two comments now. Um, it is well, not well. I'm, I gave him a good one, but now I'm picking apart the other one. So you know, this isn't you know. He, 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 can we put him? Can we put him in the corner and just go on? <laughs> yeah, Alan. You know what? You've been blacklisted. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 Coop, Coop overrules when it comes to you. I'm sorry. Never I've got one of those fluid oil and tiki torch. Yeah, that's lighters. how they work. <laughs> go, go. I've got, I've got one of those gimmicky lightsaber lighters that puts like about a like a. 18-inch flame out, so maybe that'll be good to light that thing with. You know what I would love to see someone like light a cigar with? And it would probably just destroy the cigar, but I'm curious if anyone could actually make it work like well enough. It, and You know what? And I'm sure someone's done it. And you know who's probably done it is um, Kevin Shahan. I'll bet you, I'll bet you Kevin Shahan's done it is uh, an acetylene torch. <laughs> well, that you guy, actually might need that for that 10 by 100. And I bet you, like, Kevin Shahan is definitely the kind of guy who who's probably he's probably done it. <laughs> like I just I know it. If anyone's done it, it's it's him. And I'm curious to know how well it how well it happened. You know. Uh, don't give him any. Oh, don't give him. Any, oh, you just gave him a good idea. Yeah. 
No, I want to know though. You know, I don't. I don't have one, but you know, I know. I think I'm pretty sure he does. Doesn't? Does he like? He's what does he do? He's a mechanic, right? Isn't that what he does? He works in he works in a shop. I, I know he's a blue collar guy. I think so. Like myself, but he's mechanic and he's mechanically inclined. I can tell you because yeah. obviously the scar prop is something you know. So he's the kind of guy who probably has access to that and would probably be like, ah, I'll do it. <laughs> if, if he hasn't done yeah. it, he's gonna know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So Kevin, I'm calling you out in a good way. I want to see a video. Um, I want to see that 10 by 100 would be a good cigar to use that on too. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't use like a small cigar because it, it it's just too much. But like that, like 10 by 100, I'm that's probably beefy enough to to take. Or even some one of those, of yeah. even even like the acetylene cutting torch where you got the little the little lever to get the extra boost to get the flame super hot. Yeah. 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 You know, I did the I did the nine by ninety last week. In fact, I just finished the nine by ninety smoke. When you called me for that help, I finished about an hour before. It was a four-hour and 22-minute commitment. So this well, 10 by 100 is going to be a lot longer. I can tell you that. It's going to be like half the day. Yeah. It's the, gonna, largest yeah. I've, the largest I ever smoked, I smoked that uh, Asylum Big Time Tommy. That was uh, 770. That's the biggest so far, cigar you've the, ever smoked? That's that's the biggest. That's the largest ring I've ever smoked. So. You've never you – I've, got, I've got the 10 100 as well, so I'm looking forward to – Looking forward to doing that. I have an extra one in case I ever decide to smoke it on a show or something. Like I got an ex I got two of them. Plus if something goes wrong with the first review, like like my fear with this review tomorrow, right? Like what's we'll smoking this tomorrow is that if I get something happens at the house that's gonna call my attention away from the cigar, that cigar will sit for a little while and it's gonna just invalidate the whole review. I'm afraid <laughs> of that happening. So that's why I always buy an extra. Um, but, that's where you just yeah. got to put a sign on your door that says, I'm busy, F off. <laughs> Sunday's, Sunday's a good day. Sunday's the day. That's why Sunday's the day. I was going to do it yesterday, but a little distracted. We had we had, the, you know, we had a couple of my kids in town and stuff, so that wasn't the day to do it. Uh, I saw Joe Grow yesterday, actually. He was in town. So, uh, Joe Grow was in your neck of the woods? Yeah, Joe. Uh, Joe. Uh, yeah, you know, we we met over at Casa de Monte Cristo, um, and he's got some family in Charlotte. So we met for a smoke. We smoked the new porchetta yesterday. Yep, hung out with Joe. Joe is a uh, Joe's a stud. That's all I gotta Good say. Man. He's a, yeah, I know Joe yeah, a long we time. Love he, Joe, he, stud. We love Joe. Yeah. Dude's a stud. Yeah. Um, I love Joe Grow. You know, I don't keep a list of like my favorite people because I don't believe in that, but. If you had to ask me, like, who, like, the five, Joe Grow's on that list. I mean, Joe Grow is just, man. I mean, he's real. He's always, like, real calm. He's real cool, you know? Like, he doesn't, you know. Yeah. But yeah. but he knows his shit, and he's on top of it, and he gets things done. And he's just a great guy to be around. I mean, I, I can't say. I've worked with him professionally, um, you know, and yeah, and I, you know, I know him personally, and he, he's a great guy, and, you know? It's, really it's, really good guy, good friend. Um, yeah, and I think he's in a really good position at, at, you know, he's kind of taken steps with each of his career. Uh, this is a really good fit for him at Casa de Monte Cristo. Um, I think you're going to see some good things out of him. Yeah, I think so too. I got, I, I'm not going to lie. I got a little excited when I saw, you know, him talking about Porchetta, you know, it kind of like reflecting on the DE days, you know, it's, I was like, Oh, look, 
Joe Gross talking about Drew Estate again. It feels like old times. No, but he'll, but <laughs> but he'll tell you he'll tell you that project was long in the works before he got there. He, oh he, yeah, that wasn't a yeah that wasn't a Joe Gross project. It was already in the works. He just got to execute it. Yeah, that I that's a that's a great cherry on top is that he was the one that you know kind of really gets yeah, to yeah. go after now. That that's that's really cool. Um, the uh, what was I gonna say? Nicole had something. Uh, she had a she had a beef with PCA, but I'll be honest. What? With you, I, I oh, even, oh no! Oh no! Oh yeah! But we I, got wait. We gotta we got we gotta get this beef. I know, beef? but I I, I I can see the the look of shock on Coop's face. But I don't. I, I'm no, not, Nicole I'm, I got a beef. It's a legitimate beef. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, she don't fuck around. Um, so but I I I apologize because I I didn't I didn't prepare more. Um, to discuss it, so I, I'm hoping that it, it, you she's know, out there. She, she's in the comments. She wants a message. Have a message, you. Yeah. Maybe she will. I, I, if she, oh, I, oh, she has a beef with Resorts World. That's what it is. Oop, excuse me. That burp snuck out of there. What's What's the beef, beef with, with Resorts, Resorts World? World? And I believe it had something to do with the room walks for PCA. I think it was something along the lines of, and she'll have to correct me. That uh, Resorts World, I think they they changed their pricing, like their general pricing, like during the dates of the 2024 PCA trade show, to be much higher than, um, like, if you were to just book on your own versus, I think, the, um, the room blocks, if you were to do it through the PCA, and I... And I believe what she was getting at was like she was she was looking at them before and PCA was like taking forever to, you know, release their room blocks and information, which actually I don't even know if they still did. I, I don't know. I don't have enough information. I don't have enough information. Um, I, I, I don't post comments. She, she says I've been following the pricing. They inflated their pricing when the block went live. I mean, that that kind of tracks with how hotels in this town do stuff work. So PCA additional prices yeah. is the regular price. Um, and they, yeah, oh, yeah, that's what it was. So that I, I knew she had, I, she had some kind of beef, but well, a lot of those places oh, have local. Trades I was gonna ask and... why resorts. I was gonna ask why resorts world, but that's the host hotel now. I was like, yes. why, why? Yeah, I forgot about it. that's the host hotel now, even though it's nowhere near the convention center. Well, a lot of those places, well, it's you know, they have far. they have locals rates, and during that event, there's no locals rates available either. Okay, well, yeah, I, I, that, I assume that, uh, you looked. Maybe. Yeah. We, um, yeah, Kevin and Barbara do have the luxury of they just get to go home. Um, I mean, if they wanted to stay in a hotel just so they didn't have to go all the way back, they could, but I mean, well, you, got, you, know, you and Nicole are always welcome here, too. If you want to stay at, you know, Casa de Aca versus Resource World, then you can ride with us every morning to the show. That's true. This is also true. Um, we could stop our prices here. are, our prices are good. Bring booze. I can smoke in the car, which I like because they smoke. Can smoke in the, in the house. Can smoke in the house. Um, you know, Kevin and Barbara. You know, they are my transportation when I am in Las Vegas, and I. It's great. I have my own concierge service, and it. it I look forward well, to it. Are you submitting mile submitting mileage reports, Kevin? <laughs> I mean, get the mileage reports from that, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to say, I appreciate them a lot, and I feel bad because our our flight into TPE. For many people probably know the story, um, but our flight into TPE, 
was uh, it, it almost turned into a six-hour desert road trip from Phoenix. Um, and I was texting Kevin. You were ready, you were ready <laughs> on the, the plane. car. I, I was. It turned it. It it turned into a six. It turned into a six-hour flight from Phoenix. But you know what? We sat there and waited. We actually sat in. We sat in the car. We actually brought our cigars and we sat in the the, the cell phone lot and just yeah. waited. And I know, and, and I told Kel, I'm like, Kevin, okay. don't worry about it. I'm going to get into it. He's like, no, we're here. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? They sat and waited yeah. for me and Nicole. I, and I, we're like, oh, we had, a, we had them on flight aware. And it's like, oh, yeah. there they are. <laughs> yeah, but Kevin, did you picture that drive that Matt was going to do in the middle of the night from Phoenix to Vegas? Like, you, I've no. done the drive. I've done that so drive. I. I've when done you, it many when times. you go through Kingman, you go through Kingman and all There's like... Trust me, you don't want to be stuck anywhere or hit anything in, in the middle of the night because it's 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 yeah, it's, once yeah, you get it's, through it's dark. W- once you get through Wiki up on on uh, Chris, what is yep. it? The ninety three. It's like it's desolate until you hit yeah. Kingman. Kingman, and then King from Kingman to the Nevada border pretty much is dead. So yeah, it's a, I mean that's an a hour and a half. Road. So that's a straight. That's the straightest road I ever saw too. Like that road from Kingman that goes north to the Nevada border, it is like just straight as an arrow. I was ready to do it, and then we were sitting. I on remember the you were in ready Phoenix, to. and they're like, "We're gonna head back to Las Vegas. The airport's open." I'm like, "No, oh, never mind. Stand by." Yep. And Kevin, I'm sitting on the ground in Phoenix at Sky Harbor, and Kevin and Barbara is still at McCarran Airport at the cell phone lot. Like, well, let's see what happens. I'm like. I'm not even like I don't even know if I'm going back to Nevada right now. And they waited. I got to give it to them. And, and I'm like, hey, we're we're in the air. Uh, well, we were like, gonna go to right Oregon. on. I mean, <laughs> I mean we're and I'm from the airport, so it's like I mean we've got I mean we have a car to sit in. It's comfortable. Yeah, but it was Wasn't late. Cool. So what are we gonna do? We're we gonna sit here and smoke, or sit? yeah, but what are we gonna do? Sit here and smoke, and then drive and go get you? Or are we gonna sit in the cell phone lot and wait for you and smoke? Well, or you could have gone I mean, home and not, gone to bed. I mean, it was after midnight when I got there. So what? Yep. It's like we said we're going to get you. We're going to get you. It doesn't fucking matter. We had a trade show to attend to the next day. I mean, I'd rather you just go home and get this. Yeah, late, but, but... We, <laughs> but we had we had we had to pick you up. I, I mean, just let the record show. I, I I appreciate it so much, but you didn't have to do that. But I appreciate it. You guys are you guys are just such good souls. Um, but anyway, that's you know, like I said, I have a. A very strong personal car. Well, we will tell. Well, we will tell the you know everybody everybody out here in in uh, smoking tobacco land. I mean, Barb and I consider Matt and Nicole they're like our adopted kids. It's true. You know, they're like they're like they're like the kid. You know, they're they're. I mean, they are family to us. They're as much family they're as our people. biological kids. So they're good kids. We love yep. you guys, and we'll do whatever we Absolutely. can do to, to to make your life easier. And Coop's like my grandfather, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. It was right hey, there. Hey, Coop and I are almost it was the right same there. age, so. Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. I know. I, it was right there. I, I, I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't pass And if up. you start talking about this age stuff, Barb's going to kick your ass. So. Oh, you, you, yeah. got, you guys keep bringing it up. I'm trying to stay away from it. I don't want to hey, get it going. you're the one who said grandfather. Yeah, but you know, you were talking about being the old man who was supposed to be angry at the beginning of the show, and like, you, you know, I, I, I don't know. At my rate, I don't know if I'll ever be a grandfather with the way things are going, right? So, even though one of my, my, my daughter's my best hope, the one married, but my cool. boys are nowhere near. You, you may so not have I'll grandchildren. You, okay? you may not have grandchildren, but you are a grandfather. And you know why? Because anytime someone mentions 
Gabe Kapler, you're the old man yelling at the cloud from The Simpsons. <laughs> did you, did, I got Gabe Kapler. Okay, that's what you are. You're the old man. Now that you brought it up, I'm going to say, this Gabe Kapler, did you hear what Gabe Kapler's doing now? No, because I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> no, you but, but I didn't ask if you care or not, but, but he is doing hamburger place reviews right now. Are you hamburger serious? Place reviews. No, wait. I am not kidding. Yeah, go on his Instagram page. He is reviewing what? hamburger places. Hamburger. I mean, he's got a lot of time on his hands. He, he's, he's not good at that either, by the way. This is the guy he's who was like telling them when he was at the Phillies. This is the guy who was at the Phillies. He wanted us to eat vegan. Like he wanted the Phillies to eat vegan, and he takes his skin off the chicken McNuggets, and now he's oh, doing vegan. I forgot. Burgers. I forgot. This makes a lot of sense. This I, like because what does Coop do when he goes on his road trips? He stops at Whataburger, and he's like, "This is William Cooper. I'm at Whataburger today, and I'm gonna try this burger." And like does his little like curbside review. What is what is you know, I'm at In and Out Burger today and blah 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 blah. And that, so I don't Coop- think I've reviewed it. I don't think I've reviewed it. I just kind of do the, the the I'm here. Yeah. Um, the uh, I haven't hey, done we, a food review a yet. Yeah, but we're Coop, have you're a water burger here. Coop, you're a reviewer by nature, though. So and I know I how am. you feel about your I burgers. Am, but- so when your arch nemesis is reviewing burgers, you're like, huh. This is idiot, my yeah. fucking game, dude. Like, I, that's yeah, Coop's he, mentality. He, well, if the guy wasn't so much out, take the skin off the chicken McNuggets and recommending people to eat. And look, I'm not against vegan, by the way. I, someone to eat vegan. As long as Raul Ramos is a grandfather? Holy shit. Raul Ramos looks, Raul Ramos looks fantastic for a grandfather. Let me tell you, he's a... Uh, uh, oh, it's great hanging out with Raul, by the way. It was on a palooza. Yeah, just an uh, awesome guy. Hey, and Raul, I got to say, um, I want to give Raul and Matt credit. They did a great interview with Jeremiah Mirafell on Monday. Uh, just great job uh, by those guys. So hats uh, off. What uh, is it with the how about that cigar guys? Like, they're, you know, I, I, I just, I, I, like, if you ask me, I'd be like, you've got a couple of mid-30-year-old guys over there. They're awesome. And these fucking guys are they, like. They, they like, yeah, they're in their 50s. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> What what water are they drinking? <laughs> like I want some. I wish I, I I wish I had the, the. It must be that Lake Minnetonka water I made up there. <laughs> I know, I know. Prince, you know, Prince Prince uh, introduced us to that to that yeah. Minnetonka. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta bless yeah. yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. So Coop, I think we actually need to have a legitimate thing. We're gonna have Whataburger should be open here by the time PCA was around. So I think we actually need to have a head to head between. Whataburger in and out, so everybody can finally see that Whataburger is the preferred burger between the two chains. So I, I eat both. I'll eat both. By the way, I don't have a problem with the either chain, but I do go bugger Whataburger. Well, it's interesting. You know, Vegas is becoming more and more of a popular destination for a lot of different industries now, um, and you're seeing more and more like food places that are one-off. You know, in other areas, and now all of a sudden they have a location in Las Vegas. You know, perfect example, a place that I know Coop knows very well, Peter Luger Steakhouse, famous in New York City. They now have a location at Caesar's Palace, um, which is interesting. But in regards to fast food, there's a um, there's a place that is known in Hawaii that now has a location in Las Vegas, and it's Zippy's. So, Kevin, have you been to Zippy's yet? No, because there's been like a constant two-hour wait to get food there, and I'm not waiting two hours for. I'm not waiting that. Yeah. So you guys, I don't know. I don't know if there's any in Vegas, and I, I feel like there's plenty down in the 
in the southern area where Coop lives. But Sonic, I remember. Sonic's like, I have, I have a Sonic five minutes from my house. Yeah, so we have one Sonic near us. And I remember when it opened, I was in high school. I mean, this is probably. I know where that Sonic is. I've been to that Sonic. I've actually been to that Sonic. I know what you're talking about. Route 1 in Sonic. I went to a Sonic Yep. Yeah. No, not Years Saugus. ago, I was um, there. Is that Peabody? Linfield? Um, yeah, it's on Route 1 North. Yep. I remember when that I opened. Know. You know about Kowloon, right? I know, Coop, you know about Kowloon, right? I've never been there. It's, it's that Chinese place, right? The big one. Yeah, it's so, a legendary. It's a legendary Chinese place in New England, apparently. It's on that road too, but it's miles down. I remember when Sonic first opened, the traffic on Route One went like miles down Route One North, all the way like past Kowloon, going like into Saugus, almost down to the other end where it starts to turn into like Malden Rivia. And I remember like you you couldn't get in there. It was a three hour wait just to get in there because it was just it was it's the only one we have. And like now, I mean, you can go there anytime. Like. The buzz has worn off. The one place that hasn't lost the buzz is Chick-fil-A. And it doesn't matter what Chick-fil-A you go to. We got plenty of those around here now. It's, o- they're it's okay. It's o- they're always packed. It's okay. I'm not a huge fan. Of- we have better chicken places than Chick-fil-A in the South, though, is the issue. Because, you know, you start getting some of that Nashville hot chicken places. You got like, Bojangles. We have pla- Bojangles is good, but we have, we, I would rather go to, like, pla- we have, there's a chain that's starting to grow down here called Dave's Hot Chicken. Oh, yeah. Dave's Hot Chicken. Up here, too. There's. Oh, yeah, and we Dave's just got chicken. a Dave's here. Yeah, Dave's is money. Let me tell you. Commit. Yeah, you won't go back to Chick-fil-A. Yet. But, you know, I know Chick-fil-A has good service and everything, but Dave's is money. I'm just telling you. Um, I, I When I was in Vegas, I did the Wiener Schnitzel run this year because of Jay Davis. Uh, decent hot dog. It is. It is a decent hot dog. There, it's. It can be a little rough on the belly. It's almost like we a, have to. The, it can the, hit. It can hit the belly almost like a White Castle. Yeah. Uh, hey, Kevin, is there good kosher deli in Vegas? There's one. And I can't think of the name of it right now. I'm done. I want to. There's, there's one deli. in down. There's one in downtown. When I took the Coop team at. Um, Great smoke this year to Ben's down in Boca Raton, which is Coach Deli, and I introduced them to things they never had before. So, uh, you know, it was a big hit. I tell you, as we have far a... as fast food chicken in this town goes, probably one of the best fast food chicken places, like probably that I've been to ever, is Shaquille O'Neal's Big Chicken. Shaquille O'Neal is in the chicken business. Mm-hmm. Near yeah, it's, Con- it's it's over it's it's on uh, Paradise over in behind the convention center. So and holy shit, what an amazing place! Now we went to a bagel place by the convention center. Yeah, a really Mania. good one. Yeah, Bagel Mania. That's like that's like the the cigar industry official breakfast place. The, um, the well, I got, I, got with Star- I thought it was Starbucks still. <laughs> For me, it's Starbucks. Me and Nicole, we go to Starbucks. Oh, that's, that's the worst, worst, worst coffee. That's like the, the worst coffee, and that's the worst coffee in the. Get planet. the food. See, from okay, me. so here's the thing. My dad loves Starbucks. Okay, but my dad liked that burnt coffee. That's why he likes Starbucks. I like. I like. like the, I like the strength of that myself. But but we so in New York, there's a better type of burnt coffee. Is what I'll just say. Called it was chock full of nuts. Those places were awesome. You know, while we were on the topic of chicken, really quick, I didn't want to miss this. Um, 
there's another place. Guy Fieri has a place, a fast food place. And I went there with Carney because Carney lives in Winter Park, Florida. And right around the area of where Cigars on the Ave is, there is a Guy Fieri chicken place. And I remember last time I was down there with him, we went there and we got um, some of the shit there. It was all right. That's in, that's in, that's in Caesars. Oh, there's one at Caesars too? Yeah, because when we were we were uh, waiting for I forget we were doing something for a PC and we were waiting to go to dinner. Mitchell was starving, so we went there. Oh, really? It's in the so, it's, yeah. It's where in was the, I? It's in the Wait, food when? Court of Caesars. Where was you, I? You were you and uh, you and Matt were getting ready for dinner. Oh, you guys went to oh the big D, the big D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the here's the big here's the big question, um, Kevin. Is the Junior's Cheesecake Steak going to be open in time for PCA? Because it's going to be at Resorts Ooh. World. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, I bet it is. Oh, I have I something, personally too. I have, have something. To, yeah, I yeah. have something. I have something. That would be that would be epic. I mean, that's like the best cheesecake in America. It, yeah, it, it, it is. Um, you know, like I said, Matt, at least thanks to Matt, I've been able to get them now uh, from – from the supermarket, and it's I got props. still it's still way above average. Uh, the Junior's cheesecake from the supermarket. Uh, I did have the Oreo cheesecake that Matt. Uh, I forgot to send you the picture of it, Matt. That Oreo cheesecake was was really good. The one that you got. Oh, you got the mini ones. I saw those. I haven't. Yeah, tried Alan Rubin can't. Alan Rubin Cantor's is no longer in the Mirage. Let's see. Only 140 calories per serving. I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah, I mean, go with the traditional. You want to go traditional New York? They're um, frozen, so they might be a little firm, but I'm gonna, I'm still gonna. Yeah, see, you want to get them. You don't want them frozen. That's the thing. Um, so that you want them. Well, see, my my question is, is my question is, is how come like your, your oh. co-hosts on this show weren't weren't. Uh, you know, a form, allocated, yeah. A, a, allocated, allocated a shipment of that. Well. Yeah, see, I would have had my junior. I had some juniors here. Oh man, that's yeah. horrible when it's frozen. I'm gonna let this one thaw out, and then I'll, I'll get back to it later. I'll put um, these back. I I am actually looking up Resorts World to see if it's open yet, and then I doubt it is. We have yeah, until that March, so it'll be open by March. Yeah. Um and and. Yeah, that will be good when that happens. Yeah, um, Nicole, Nicole pulled in right here. Pulling in on the Costco special. That's right. Well, thanks to Nicole, man. I, 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 I am enjoying Junior's Cheesecake on a regular basis now. So it's, uh, it's <laughs> I know. greatly old, appreciated. Uh, good old Costco. Uh, but but I will say that Oreo Cheesecake was really good. That was. I enjoyed sounds it like a lot. Barbara, I sounds, sounds like Barb and I are taking a trip to Costco tomorrow. Oh, that's I right. would go, Kevin. I would go. Look, if they have the Oreo one, get it. But I always recommend if you get the original New York one they have, uh, not with the berries or anything. I think that's that's kind of the that's kind of like what they're known for. But I was really impressed with that Oreo cheesecake. Actually, I didn't think I would like it, and it was really good. The cheesecake is is probably Barb's favorite dessert. So yeah, he asked the question there, already. We have to, Nick, we have to that try. was your question. That was Vincent. Can I ask a question? That was your question, right? <laughs> can I ask a question? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah you oh, just asked it. <laughs> you all remember the Connoisseur Club at Smoke Inn? Yes, we do. 
The connoisseur. That was. Oh yes, yes, yes. I just my age was kicking in. <laughs> um, yep. The cheesecake pie okay. has a better cheesecake to gram cross ratio. The oh, I see, oh, no, I read that wrong. I was like, wait, what? Their cheesecake pie has a better cheesecake to gram. You know, I will. I you know, this is a very interesting comment. I like this comment, and I'm gonna tell you why. I love. I cheesecake. like it too. And I, you know, honestly, I've had a lot of different cheesecakes in my time. And sometimes people are stingy with the graham cracker crust. And honestly, I know it's about the cheesecake, but I mean that graham cracker crust. I mean that's the little, like the e the tickle in the balls, you know, so to speak. It, that it like, rounds um, out. Rounds the it out. I like plenty of graham cracker. I it's I um, look forward to that. Oh, here we go. Um, I disagree. Junior's doesn't have a huge. Junior doesn't have a huge amount. Um. Oh, I thought you were gonna say, oh, I, well, the graham cracker doesn't matter. Never mind. I take that back. <laughs> no, well, no, um, yeah. I mean, the Oreo one doesn't have it at all, right? I'm trying to remember now. Oh, wow, they, I just, I'm on their site. They got the the red velvet stuff coming out now. You know, Would you? this is like the fourth fucking show in a row where, uh, and, you know, the last couple of times I've ignored it. But, like, I feel like I got to say something again because, like, this, this keeps happening. And, you know. <laughs> This comment keeps coming in, and it's always different people. But like I, I, I you know, and I'm like, I'm just, I'm, what, getting, what I'm, getting, I'm getting tired of it. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh. Like I'm getting, we're getting more hate because Kevin's in front of the Gurkha banner, and I'm like, what's the problem? What people have with it? Um, what I, a company they have been to support us in the industry. They're making some very good cigars. Um, I realize they have a previous reputation of, and I think if, if you know, I'd encourage, like, we've done interviews with Juan Lopez, you and I, I'd encourage people to go listen to those interviews because there's things that they have tried to do. Like Matt, Matt I think we've explained it before. Like we have, the, the name was like the name, the name was licensed out, unfortunately on some cigars that shouldn't been licensed out on. Yep. So Juan, but Juan, Juan Lopez Juan is, is a great individual. Cigar Interna Cigars a, International really did them dirty. I'm just yeah. going to say, you, Cigars International has just been trashed to a lot of brands. Yeah. And look, they had their issues with Kaiser a couple years ago. And, and that's a separate were, issue. That's a separate issue, but let me tell you something. They, they stood up on it, okay? They didn't yep. run away from it. So, uh, you know, and it was unfortunate that that was horrible comments that were made and should never have been made. And, you know, they, they, they've had to work hard in the last couple of years to try to regain a lot of trust. I mean, but Juan, Juan and Bianca, Tremendous people. Uh, Armando, it's some of the reps 100%. they have. Steve Cook, Steve Cook. Uh, some really good reps they have there as well. So, well, I yeah. mean, Kirk, uh, as far as from, like, you know, any, any B&M owner, I mean, it's, you know, that's yeah. it's a B&M staple. Uh, you know, it's look, one of look, the best sellers at any B&M anywhere. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, they uh, – so I mean, here's the they, thing. They have been a good. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna step in here because I I want to. Uh, uh, hit, well, hold on, Alan said his comment was related to a Gurkha and the Connoisseur Club. I just don't think this is the forum to discuss it. Okay. I it seemed to me. I, I don't know what they had in the Connoisseur Club. I couldn't comment. I I I, I I I I thought it was again about the backdrop because. And he said no hate. Trying to ask, understand. Well, just so you know, uh, we've gotten several comments. 
from people. Who, like, there was one guy who just started shooting his mouth off about it the other day. And it, it's just like, you know, like, and Nicole said, explain the Gurkha situation, maybe they licensed out, which Coop kind of did. Look, they've licensed the name out. People made some stuff. It was not that great. They know about it. They've stopped that. They've taken it back. Also, you know, you hear people complain, like, well, you know, Gurkha, like, they don't make cigars. Like, they're all about the packaging. Do you know how many cigar brands out there don't make cigars? They they order cigars from factories. They have their packaging, and they sell it. It happens a lot more than you think. So I don't know why uh, everyone's constantly beating the shit out of Gurkha over it, because it happens I, with so many other people. <laughs> I mean, we just got – you just got – well, packaging just became an issue – on a review I did this week because I criticized the packaging. And I'm telling you, companies are more critical of the packaging when I criticize that packaging than the cigars because that's what a lot of these companies do. Yeah. So they take that more personally. They can blame a factory that they're contracting with if the cigar ain't great. But when they're doing the packaging piece and they're involved with it, yeah, it's a lot of companies are doing that. You're right. It's, that's, that's an unfair comment. Um, and one thing I've liked about what Juan has done Juan has really tried to develop some very good partnerships with factories over the past few years, and I think he's done a, a great job with that. He really has. He, he has really a has. great job. So, yeah. I forget what I was going to say um, after that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for the yawn. It's been an exhausting week. Uh, I forget where I was. I was going to do something else, and I, I fucking forget now. Um, no, you're good. You're good. I, you know, maybe I didn't fully understand, but we we've gotten a lot of comments on it, so that's why I yeah. No, I, didn't I wanted to clear the, the air. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize what the comment was either. Um, I actually think, from what I heard from Abe, that that Gurkha cigar did very well in the Connoisseurs Club. I want to say good. that. That's good. I I think I I think a lot of people were surprised by it. I um, yeah. No, I I. I I, and again, I, I'm sorry if you were asking about something else. It's just I, I I read it and it seemed that way, and it's been a it's been a thing here. And I'm just like, you know what? At the end of the day, no, he's, he's a good I, guy. Vince is a good guy. No, I know, I know, no, I know, I know he is. No, I know he is. Yeah. I know he is. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and Vince, yeah, yeah. I, No will will. I just, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if that's what it was. Um, cause like I've had I've had people write me, um, emails about that backdrop, and I'm like, all right. This is getting ridiculous, and they just re-signed for 2024, and you know I'm like, okay, I mean not, and I don't normally discuss that information, but for the sake of this argument, like you know they 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 came to us and said, hey, like we're we're still with you next year, we want to support you, and I appreciate that because they're good people. They 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 spend money. Look, at the end of the day, it's a business. Coop will tell you it's a business. You know these advertisers, they pay us money. That's how we make money, and that's how we keep doing what we do. So <coughs> it's a relationship. And we yeah. get nothing but respect for those guys, um, you know. So I, again, I just, I just, I want to even yeah. maybe not. And again, that, Vince, that's not directed at all you. But for all the people out there who have something to say about it, like I'm in one of those moods today. So if people got an issue, I'm going to clear yeah. the air because I, yeah. I'm tired of hearing yeah. about it. You know, they, they, they have our back. So that's you know, they're good, I, they're good I, people. I, can I appreciate. It. I mean, I can see in the comments, you know, Vincent. I mean, he's, you know, he didn't mean anything bad by it. I mean, what did he say? He said it, it just wasn't a normal Gurkha. So I was asking because I didn't know. Okay, and that's fair. And I, I'll, I'll take some of that back. I, I, I misunderstood. That's no, all. Oh, he's all good. He should be good. Yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. honest mistake. So yeah, yeah you, there you was, there was no, 
Yep, no hate directed. But yeah, but yeah, just so you know, Matt has been getting. We got it on the last show too. Um, so there was a fort. Yeah, there was a little history with that. So it, there was. Yeah, there so was. It was confusing. Yeah. And uh, when well, I catch it off the air all the time, and it's just like you know, I'll defend these guys, you know. Yeah, I mean, breath, um, you know, yeah. There, there's support to yeah. us. There's support to industry. Yeah. You know, they're great. They're great people. So you know. You know is. you. Yeah. Yeah. So they've. Uh, like I said, I've known Juan and Bianca a long time. Bianca came back to Gurkha a couple of years ago, and it was one of the best things they did. Oh, yeah. Bringing her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on top of her shit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, I forget sit down I... for a half hour with Juan Lopez, and, and you'll like the brand. Dude, you sit down with Juan Lopez, and you'll find yourself, you have a, you have a new best friend. That dude is awesome. You yeah. also probably can't, you probably can't party as hard as Juan Lopez. As much as you th- think you can, I can assure you, you cannot party harder than... Uh, Juan Lopez. There was a yeah. Uh, Juan Cancel tries. Juan Cancel tries. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. say he's he's in he's in the Juan Cancel the realm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh he's another one. Um, he parties hard, but not as hard as Juan Lopez. Um, he he's thanks he's for the comment, fun. Randy. My 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 buddy Randy Bush says. Uh, I look fantastic in front of the backdrop. Is it damn straight? That red, you know, really brings out the uh, the anger in your skin. Um, it, bring, it brings out my youthful features. <laughs> challenge accepted. Yeah, that's a good challenge right there. Um, I tell you, you'll it'll drink under the table. <laughs> no, I love Juan. I, I, he's, yeah, he's the no, man, dude. no argument there at all. Dude, Juan just, yeah, no you know, you got to give it to him. The guy enjoys his life. You know what I mean? I... I'll tell you, I do enjoy it. Last year, was it last year at the trade show? Was it this year? I think it was last year. I, wa- I went into the booth, and Juan was a little uh, little worn down, and uh, so to speak. And I just remember him. I was, I was, I finished up what my my business chat with him. I was just shooting the shit with him, and and he said something, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I went to. Oh, I think it was when Nicole was sick, and she went to the she went to revive to get another bag of IV fluid. And I was because I think I think she wasn't with me. He's like, "Where's Nicole?" And I, and he was like, "Oh, he goes, wait, they they have that." And I go, "Yeah, it's like every resort has one." And he was like, "Oh, tell me, text me that name." He's like, "I gotta go get a couple of those IV bags, dude. I'm I'm hurting." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, I'm like, you gotta go." <laughs> I told Bianca, I'm like, "Make sure he goes." <laughs> and that uh, stuff works so good too. I go yep. probably at least at this right now. I go every time I'm in town at least once because after like three or four days of just. No sleep, drinking, smoking, and hustling. You just you, in in that desert heat. You're just like, dude. I just I need a bag of juice. And I remember uh, the PCA this year. I, the show was over. I went back to my room. I changed, and then I had a flight that night. And I went to Davidoff in Geneva, and I was sitting with the other Matt, and I was just so like. It wasn't just like tired, but I was just, I was just like, I was out of it. And I just, I felt like trash and I was texting Nicole and she's like, you got to go to revive. And I'm like, yeah. And I just remember I, I made the next appointment. It was like 20 minutes. I finished my cigar and I wandered my ass over to revive and I sat down and I remember I finished the bag. I got up and I was like, damn. I'm like, what a difference. <laughs> I felt like a whole new man. It was just like, wow. That that is insane. Um, so I highly recommend that for anyone who travels out there. Um, it's 
it's worth it. It's like a hundred. What is it? Like a hundred and thirty bucks. But I'm I'm telling you, it's worth it. Um, what um I was gonna ask you, gentlemen. Um, we haven't really talked cigar industry stuff tonight. Um, what did uh did anybody have anything on their list of gripes? Is there any beef of the week, Coop? I have to ask you that question. No, first. there was there wasn't a, there wasn't a gripe. Um, it was something. I, had a though, bit, I can I, hear it. No, no, no. Um, it's more of an observation. Oh well, we know how observations go. We talked about yeah, that no, last but, time. But <laughs> so, so I'll be honest. My inbox has been blowing up uh, with Black Friday cigar deals. Okay. And I gotta be honest. Not a lot of them have really been have me doing handstands. There's a there's a couple of sites I think have had some good specials. I'm not saying they haven't. Uh, you know, this, this, but but most of them have been very underwhelming. And then you go into the brick and mortars, and, and they hardly have anything with Black Friday. I was in like I was in Casa de Monte Cristo. I didn't see anything with Black Friday, right? I was in a local cigar shop, and they didn't have anything with Black Friday. And I don't know if Black Friday works in the cigar. I mean, that's my question. I don't know if the Black Friday concept works in the cigar industry, unless you're really, really big and you have a large amount of inventory. You know, I don't. I don't think it works. Yeah, I don't think it works. I was going to say that about any type of product, though. You know, it's funny you mention this because I have made some observations. The last two Black Fridays have been significantly, what's the right term? Like, water Underwhelming. Uh, yeah, like, compared uh, to, like, I remember, like, I, I, I remember 2019, 2018, 2017. Like, I remember being like, there was some folks, and I'm like, yeah, like they got a good Black Friday. And then the last couple of years, it's been like, oh, well, right. COVID, COVID changed a lot of that. Mm -hmm. So I think after COVID, you didn't see the midnight, the midnight madness stuff anymore. Like happen. Right. That I think changed with COVID, where they just they stopped doing that, right? And um, now I don't see it as much of a ritual. Like yesterday. Um, I when I was going up to drive up to Casa Mount Cristo, it's about an hour drive. I had to go through a lot of retail areas. It, there was nothing that, and this is about like nine ten in the morning, which normally I'd probably see a lot of parking lots filled. No, um, my buddy Bob, the cigar guy, actually was doing Black Friday coverage out at a mall, and he, he was saying there's no sales and no crowds, and it's changed. It's changed. A lot of things have changed. But, but I think with I think with brick our brick and mortars it doesn't work because they're smaller they're smaller in terms of what they have in inventory a lot of times and you know we're all about you know discounting is kind of like something the mom and pop brick and mortars don't really want to do so because I don't know I was I, I don't know it, to me um, it just it, it's I've seen a couple stores try to open early or try to do. The sale, but they just can't. It's there's not enough to get. Like a a mom and pop brick and mortar is not going to do twenty percent off. They're just not. Maybe they'll do a couple of buy four get one freeze on certain cigars, but they're just not going to do that. Um. So I, I am. Uh, well, you got to remember too. You know, I mean, I don't, the, 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 it's the, not the, criticism; it's more of an observation. Ba I mean, it's basic economics when it comes to business, right? You know, you get a smaller store that that buys a certain percentage of product at a certain rate, and then you got Larger right. companies who buy larger amounts of inventory at a much lower rate, right. and they are more able to do wider, heavier discounts on their products because yeah. their margins are different than the smaller stores. So you're right. I mean, in, in 
the grand scheme of it, the, the regular brick-and-mortar shops, they really shouldn't be. Uh, or not that they shouldn't be, but it, it shouldn't be a surprise to not see them doing it. Um, the bigger stores, however, who have much larger amounts of inventory, who have probably, you know, paid a better rate on it to have more flexibility, sure, you're going to see them probably do it because they are able to do that and still make a good amount of money off of it, which... In the, the day, that's what it's about. Business is about making money. So yeah, yeah, um, it does but, make sense. But even some of, okay, some of the ones that did some of the more significant sales, okay, I could tell you because we we do a lot of tracking of pricing on Coop, right? I could tell you there's been better sales at other points of the year than the Black Friday. So if I saw someone doing twenty two percent, I guess <clears> one person doing twenty two percent, I know they've done thirty percent other times of the year. Do you so, think? Do you think it's because people have learned that they don't really need Black Friday to to be so special because people are going to buy anyway? It's the other parts of the year yep. when it actually is yep. slow that they need to do those sales. Yeah, I think so. Like, so you know, I don't know Dave Garofalo's situation, but I know Dave does a big sale in March, right? He I was just going to say this. Sale in he March, does. Right tax season, so they right? do a Black Friday, but I didn't see Dave do a huge Black Friday deal. And I'm wondering, well, maybe down the road, people know Dave's going to have that big sale. And, and that big sale in March, from my understanding, is crazy. He does, yeah, so, really, so so Dave's Black yeah, Friday this yeah. year was, I was actually there yesterday. Uh, not for Black Friday. I had some other items I had to pick up. but Right. Um, I was there, and I think they did, I'm trying to remember what they did. Uh, they did, they did like some heavy discounts. They, they did some big okay, discounts. Okay, so they did. Okay, I think it was select items. I think it was. I think it was select items, um, but they they but did. That's okay. But they that's did okay. some big. They did some big discount stuff, but what yeah. the big thing that Dave does in March every year, it's called the March Madness Sale. Yeah, and yeah. I'm trying to remember because I haven't partaken in it in a couple of years because I haven't really needed to. But I used to go to that every year, and I've. That used to be like the mark on the calendar when I loaded up on stuff. I, I would. That's I would, what I mean. People I'd spend, go in and I, I would spend thousands up. of dollars. Right, right. I would spend thousands of dollars at that sale be, right. be, because it made so much sense to do so. Um, and if I remember correctly, it's always the same, and it, it's usually it's a tiered system where everything's on sale. More you buy, but, but the more you buy, the more you'll save. Oh, certain things. So, like, certain things are, like, all the selected tobacco stuff is usually, like, a certain percentage. And then, like, there's other stuff that's maybe a little bit more. And then there's stuff that's a little bit more than that. And then there's, like, the stuff that they're trying to get rid of that's a heavy discount. But virtually the idea is that everything in the store is on sale. So regardless of what it is you want, you know, it's on sale at some capacity. And um, that's a great event. That's a great event. And, and no, I, I see. I, I remember in some videos. I see people rushing through the doors with that. Yeah, and that's that that's one of those. That event is timed really well too, because it's after the holidays are over, right before yep. the summer and the in the late spring, when you know the actual regular cigar season yep. in that, especially in the colder area, it's you know it's early March. You know, it's still you know it's not really, and that's a great time. Um, they do that sale. And it's that is, that is, that is one of the better ones. Garofalo's yeah. well, it's one of those March sales where it, one of the it, best. It's one of those sales where it, it literally costs you money if you don't spend money. And I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember if it's in store only or if it also applies to twoguyscigars.com. I don't. 
remember. I it's, think it's in store only. I think that's in store only. I think it is too. I think it is too. Yeah, I think it's in store. Which, which I totally get. Like mm -hmm. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I said, I don't, I don't, I just don't think it works at most retail levels for Black Friday in this industry. I just think it, it's, you know, it's unless you're a cat, a bigger, a bigger, have a bigger catalog portion. Like you know, if you're, well, the, uh, then I think the problem with Black Friday too, though, is like it seems like I mean, this industry and and like every other industry in the planet, they're starting Black Friday like in September. You know, Black Friday in September, Black Friday in October. It's, yeah. it just it doesn't have yeah. the same. They, they, and here's like Kevin's point, comments. You know, like, back in yeah. like it's like COVID ruined ruined it. I was seeing a lot of clearances earlier this month. Oh, and I think Matt, I told you of one cigar. I said, Matt, look at the price of this. It just came out in March, right? I'm like, how? Why is this cigar being cleared out? I mean, it just haven't even had a chance to get its legs. And I'm seeing clearance happen. With I was seeing clearances happen, with, and not just a lot of companies. I was seeing huge discounts uh, on products. Uh, at Atlantic and a few other companies, just I was shocked at the prices I was seeing. Like they were the prices that I'd go buy and brag about it. You know, I haven't really seen anything that I'm gonna buy and brag about. Yeah, I mean, for yeah, it's me, it was tame this year. I mean, I didn't get it on Black Friday special, but I got. I yeah, there, I got I, I got I yeah. got a, I got a box of the uh, the Davidoff Year of the Dragon yesterday. I thought that was exciting. <laughs> it wasn't a Black Friday special, but. <laughs> I wasn't buying. I, I, <laughs> I yeah, picked it up yesterday. I, I don't have the, I, I, you know, Matt, Matt is Matt's got disposable income. It's a little different with Matt, you know. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I, I'm very selective with what I, I, I hope. I hope. I hope that's good. I hope that cigar's good. But uh, um, so is it, so is that tell us you're a baller without telling us you're a baller. I also didn't pay full price for it, but that's no, that's nobody's business but mine. You know, it's a, well, it looks not long. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Um, but no, I, I'm excited. You know, it's funny because we talked about packaging earlier in the show, and I'll tell you, when it comes to packaging, I've heard nothing but just nonstop comments about that year of the dragon. Um, they look. They do. They, the one thing they do great on those zodiac cigars. And I haven't loved every one of the cigars, but the packaging is out of the world. Mm. It's, it's pretty... so good, so good. Yeah. I wish I had the box with me. I mean, I guess I could go get it, but um, it's, I mean, it's beautiful, and, it, and it's not just the, the 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 standard part of the release. There's a lot of other pieces <laughs> to it. Um, there's limited edition humidors that have exclusive sizes. Those are fantastic. They did an ashtray. Um, they did a like a cutter. They did. Um, I think they did like I think they did two different humidors actually, and they're all they're beautiful gorgeous. and they got this and they got and all all of the pieces. What I think we really they really like dove into it with you know with the theme this year, dragon scale, and they did such a great job with it. Like the ashtrays got it, the boxes have it. They just they have this raised, you know, gold foil. Um, on the ashtray, it's gold foil, but I think but it's and it's raised even on the outer, like the white box that the the, the, the nice dress lacquer box yeah. comes in. Even yeah. that, like the paper, the texture, it's textured in dragon scale, like all, and it's like, it's it's the little detail that they got all the little details, and it's you know you got you got to give it to them. I mean, it, it is fantastic. It's beautiful. Yeah. It pops. Um, 
you know, I think that we're going to be doing packaging awards this year, and that's already at the very top of the list. Yeah, I've opted not to do the packaging. It's too expensive. Yeah, it was too expensive um, to do a big set of it. But um, I would say that would, if I was doing them, uh, that would definitely be a candidate. I think Pledge of Allegiance is another was one of the best this year by EP. Kirill, I got. I managed to snag a box of those. I mean, look at the look at the boxes that the Alfonso comes in. I mean, yeah. Uh, don't don't discount the Mirafell boxes either. Uh, they oh really, the Mirafell. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one too. I mean, beautiful. Um, they they look they look simple, but they're not. It's like and they have inside the you know they have those caskets or whatever. They, it's like the ash they call it a casket. Uh, right. Um. Yeah. So. Um, but see, I like that shit because you know you you buy something, and the packaging blows you away and then maybe you throw away like the sleeve but that ashtray it's still an ashtray like you can yeah. keep that yeah. and it's a badass <laughs> ashtray it's a it's a nice classic you know the rectangular yeah. porcelain ashtray that's normally like you know yay big and it's like this big and it's awesome and it's beautiful and it's well made so it's like half the packaging you get to keep and just use um yeah yeah, I got the EP Corolla Oro series, which is the Chinese Zodiac one, and it came in a, a humidor. The thing can be totally used as a humidor um, afterwards. So um, they did a really nice job. And Herklotz has done a uh, – by the way, the Ferriotego uh, Generosos and Elegancias, that packaging I think sometimes doesn't get to do what it deserves. It's and beautiful. the Suma comes in those, those boxes now. Yeah, yeah mm. really nice. He's done a very nice job with the packaging on that. Um for sure. I mean, that's another one that um, I definitely would consider. Um, you know, um, uh, you know who did? You know who else did a good job in packaging this year? Um, Sokka with the new unicorns. I think those coffins Ooh. are beautiful. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that is a great looking the the box the box with all those yeah, coffins and the just, glossy finish. It, yeah, yeah, it's it really. I mean. Really came out nice, especially that the, the both the black and the and the uh, blue were really nice. Um, uh, yeah, so I agree. Uh, there's a lot of good packaging. I think I think it's a very competitive category for packaging this year. I think you can have a lot of options uh, to do it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good ones. I think it's going to be easier to do packaging than cigar of the year. Um, <laughs> the list, uh, my list is my list is ready to go. By the way, so uh, it's all done. Is it? Uh, it starts December. Yet yeah, the list is done. Yep. My little. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking forward to the that probably two to three hour of uh, arguing and bashing and finger pointing and all that stuff when we yeah finalize. Yeah, ours. it's a, it's um. But I did it a little different this year where the resmokes I did them through. I used to do all the resmokes in the month of November. I did them throughout the year a month later this year, and it was much easier to do it that way. So, I think, so I every think, cigar is re-smoked after 30 days at least, so yeah. I think that the top of the list is going to be pretty easy to easy. do. I, I think, yeah. we, I think the bottom we have, was... we have uh, Kevin and I have discussed, and Nicole and I have discussed, Like, I think we all roughly know what like the top five are going to be. It's the rest of the list where we're like, all right. The top, the, the top ten is probably not even that is isn't even that difficult. Yeah. It's everything. The top, 10, the 10, top ten was easy. Yeah, the top ten for mine was easy. The eleven to thirty was hard. There's like a small margin with a lot of those. You know, we've been 
especially the last couple of weeks, you know, we're doing a lot of the re-smokes. Um, you know, I know everyone on the team has been active on working on that list. Um, and it's starting to make a little bit more sense every day. The more stuff we keep re-smoking, right, you start to kind of figure things out. Um, you know, and this, and I, I don't want to mention any names. Cause I don't want to give anything away. I want to save that that list for when it is finally un unveiled. But um, there, there's some really exciting stuff. And then there was a lot of stuff that was like, it's good. It's not bad. It's good. Um, but, you know, is it list worthy? If it is, how does it rank? And it's just, yeah. it's, it's tricky. This this year in particular was is tricky. Well, especially the stuff that came out that was supposed to be good that wasn't. Yeah, there was some letdowns. Yeah, too. there were some big letdowns. And, yeah, there were some big letdowns. I, I got to be at this, this, you know, I look at some of the companies that missed my list this year, and it was surprising, and they were el had eligible cigars. Cool. We actually talked about this, and it was kind of thrown out as a joke, but what if someone did a list of, like, the top 25, or even, maybe not 25, if maybe you wanted to make it shorter, but, like, what if you did, like, a list of the most disappointing cigars of the year? Uh, someone, a couple people do do that. All it does is, uh, all it does is ruffle feathers. Grief. Yeah. All it does, it not even ruffle feathers. It's gonna cause you grief. You're just gonna hear, you're just gonna get the phone calls and stuff. You got, but it's bad if you get the phone calls when people don't make the list, right? Um, look, you know how you could tell the worst cigars of the year on my list? You go to the scores and you can see them. Yeah. So it's out there. Uh, it, it it's out there. Uh, I don't need to put a list together. I don't need to resmoke the worst cigars again. You know. Um. By the way, I have a very—I I had, I've had a couple of really duds the last few days. So, uh, yeah, it's just not gotten off to good. This year hasn't gotten off to a good start already. So, the one thing I will say is, and this is as vague as I can be about it, is so far a lot of my like top favorites are mostly Dominican. Okay. A lot of the a lot of the ones that I personally have like you know knotted down that I'd like at the top of the list are Dominican, um, and they're all kind of similar to a degree, um, and for many different reasons. Um, and that that's and that, and I'm not trying to tease anything. The reason why I mention that is just because it it's just it's like a piece of data that I've just noticed. Like oh okay, like I looked at like. You know, a bunch of the ones that I have towards the top. I'm like, oh, okay. They all kind of have that comment. So, for me, it, this might be a big Dominican year on in terms of stuff. On I never list. really thought about it, but you're right. Yeah. Cause, I mean, Kevin knows what, what we're talking about. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, there's I, a lot. I, I never really thought about it that way, but yeah, you're right. Not that, the, you know, Nicaraguans weren't good, but just the ones that happen to oh. be, like, the favorites are mostly all Dominican. Yeah, I do a breakdown of that every year too, as I go through the list to see uh, what the country is this year. Um, there is, yeah, it's. I, I'm not gonna say mine was Dominican or not, but it was mine. It was heavier on one end, for sure. Mm. Um, just something pre preliminary that I've I've noticed, and I think Kevin has now kind of figured out too. But um, just you know, little facets of information that I find interesting and. As the list continues to actually take on its more final shape, you know, I'll look more stuff like that, and I, 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 I think it's interesting because 
it's just it's just an interesting piece of information you use after then you reflect on the year and then you look at you know what's coming next year and you compare year after yeah. year um i'd have to review my last two or three lists or whatever i've done so far um because i really wasn't thinking about it but this year i was like, trying to follow trends with stuff and i picked up on that and i'm like oh this is kind of interesting um i'm actually gonna pull up last year's list and look at it while we're while we're talking here um Where is it? There it is. Hmm. Yeah, we were we year, were very heavy little... Nicaraguan. We yeah, were very heavy Nicaraguan last year, and I. Yeah. So looking at my list last year, you had Alfonso at number one. Number two was Arturo Fuente Opus X Forbidden Thirteen, and then you went Tatuaje, and then you went La Flor Dominicana, and then you just went. Nicaragua, 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 Dominican, Nicaragua, 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 Nicaragua. Yeah, this it was very Nicaraguan last year, and I feel like this year there's gonna be a lot more Dominican on the list. That's where I'm at. There you go. I don't know. I just think that shit's interesting. And as now you've actually made me think about it, and it's like I really wasn't considering the country of origin, but well, not that it matters. Yeah, but we it's... look at we look at yeah we look at country of origin, company, and factory for the list, and we look at the, we analyze the trend <clears> on that size. We look at the vitolas also. How many like uh, toros made the list versus how many perfectos? And, you know, it's always usually not usually no, not too exciting because it's always Toro and Robusto. It's just which one beats it out usually. Right. Size size does matter. Yeah, so, yeah. So it does matter. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I mean, I'm big. I, I, I know this, and I know that there's a lot of lists out there that people make, and you know, there's some that are not Vitola specific, and I think that's interesting because I I used to be in that mold, and then I figured out that. You could have a bad cigar in that line, and you're giving it, like, number five cigar of the year, and there's a bad Vitola. You don't want to do that. Right. I agree. you got to so, be very specific because the yeah. size does well, matter. Well, but if I do, like, if I do review two sizes, I only I take the higher score to be the one eligible. So both sizes won't make the list is, is the difference. Um, I know a couple people will put both sizes on the list. But we, uh, but I take the higher of the two scores. I think we do the same too, to to well to a degree. Um, yeah. In 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 our own way. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could have multiple cigars yeah. in a line that are great, but it's like, well, what what was the best one? That's the one. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you don't want to put the same one on there. Yeah. Two or three yeah. times. Yeah. Bear, Bear Bear has a very competitive system with his, so he has ten slots for ten companies. One company, so he it's like it's a competitive thing, like. Like, you know, it's got to be the best from that company. Um, so that's how he does it. And, it's, again, everyone does it different. Um, we'll so, have, multiple, we'll um, have, like, the same company on there multiple times, just only one cigar, one size from, you know, said brand. Like, last year we had, I think Saka was on our list three times. So, like, uh, Mikarita Black, Saka Khan was on the list. Uh, Sin Compromiso, Paladin de Saka was on the list. So. And I thought there was one more. He so had. here's where I'm going to criticize. No, yeah. maybe not. Man, maybe not. You had uh, 
So this is what's very interesting when I'm going to find with, with people with their lists. So I hear people say, I don't do line extensions for my top list. And Papasaka is a line extension. And I want to see how many people include Papasaka on as a line extension who have come out and said we don't do line extensions for our list. I guarantee you it's going to happen. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, it's because, yeah. And from what I understand, and Charlie can confirm this, Papa Saka and Saka Khan will probably be combined for the consensus. So it will be me create a black. Because he, he ha- that's the only way he can do the consensus. He has to do it by line. It, it's impossible otherwise to do it. So he has to combine those in for the so it makes a little sense for the consensus to combine it. So I so Saka Khan he's gonna like this is why I think Steve wins the consensus again because he's gonna have Saka Khan votes as well as Papa Saka votes because Saka Khan came out very late last year, right? Mm-hmm. And it's by the way and, and no teaser it's on the coop list. Saka Khan is on the coop list, so I mean you can look at my scores and you'll know it's on the list, yeah. So it's going to get points for that. I was amazed. I don't think Char- I was amazed how many people had that on their list last year. That it was a, you know, as late as it came the, out. Well, oh, the best hi, was, was the one. How about the two years ago when uh, Paladin Desaka was sent to the media people, right? Sent to the media people wasn't even for sale on the stores, and it was a. It ended up number two cigar in the consensus. It wasn't even for sale, <laughs> and it still ended up as a number two cigar. I remember, I remember. This was a whole saga that was had. There was a saga oh, of I got, Saka. I got in a lot of trouble Saka, with that. Saga. One. I got, I got beat up hard on that one. So let me tell you, because I was very critical of that. I was like, if it's so good, wait till next year. And it was good. And it made my number two last year. So, uh, it, you know, if it's that good, it's gonna be good for the next year's list. Um, I will say that. So far, the stuff that's you know not eligible till next year, stuff that's already come out, or stuff that's to be released, or stuff that we just know is going to be announced and debuted for next year's list. Next year is looking to be a much more exciting year list-wise, um, based on several products that we already know about, and I hope. I'm not seeing it so far, but I uh, hope. I, I well, not there's not that there's a lot, but there's enough where I'm like, all right, this can get con- kind of competitive, but it does remain to be seen. We have a whole another year. I mean, we we're talking about next year's list, and this year's list isn't even out yet. But I just I I'm I'm f- so far I'm feeling I'm getting a good vibe for next year. That could change. That, I, coop, have, coop, I have I have that could change, but yeah, okay. I I have a couple of ideas, and I'm like. All right, this could be good as long as it continues to happen this way. Um, I could see next year being a good list. That could change. I don't get me wrong. I'm I'll say that, but um, this year's list is definitely going to be an interesting one to put together, to say the least. So yeah, agreed. I mean, for you know, I haven't haven't been involved in the media side of it for for that long. I mean, I've done the review side for. You know, four or five years now, and it's just this is definitely one of the toughest years since I've been doing it. 
it's Alan, hard to come up to the top 25. Alan said, I'm hopeful that McAuliffe Black makes the consensus. I I thought he was going to say that he was hopeful that um, the new Trinidad was going to make the consensus. I don't know why. I thought maybe he would say that. but um, Well, it's, he works for, works for, uh, for McAuliffe. Um, McAuliffe Black was a good score, yeah. It was good. What did I what did I rate it, Matt? What'd you say? What'd you rate it? Oh, ninety one. It was ninety one. Ninety one. I believe ninety one on. <laughs> Accu was rated ninety on Coop. Just so you know, uh, if you're if you're keeping score at home. No, but I mean the black. I mean, look, you get you get him nine. We gave him ninety one. I mean, th those are two different reviews that were very close to each other. It was a good cigar. I mean, I I I do anticipate it being on lists. It'll probably be on our list. If it got a 91, obviously, it's probably not a surprise, um, you know, at, at 91. At 90, I would probably expect to see it somewhere in the 30 cigars on the coupe list. You know, again, just by if you pay attention to, like Coop said, I mean, they kind of figure that out. So, um, If you've heard what I said, yeah, yeah it's obvious. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I haven't really read a lot. I don't really read a lot of other people's reviews. I, um, I don't know so if I don't know how many... worked the consistent. I don't know if McAuliffe worked the consensus enough to get it on the list. It will be interesting to see. Because, you know, a lot of what those cigars land on the list is who works the consensus. The companies that work the consensus well do better. So you got to keep that in mind. I, I'm not saying McAuliffe didn't give samples out or anything, because I got some samples for them. You did. But I'm just saying I don't think they worked it to the degree that some of the other companies did, so I don't know how it's going to do. I'm looking to see how many other people have reviewed the McAuliffe Black. Because Not I'm many. curious. Yeah, I know we did, you did. I don't think I don't think Dojo did. Don't know. I don't because But I, they don't but they but but they but Dojo's different. They don't uh you know they don't have to have it reviewed. Oh that's true, list. okay. No, just so, I mean, just so they, they those guys from what I've heard the, the is only, not going to be on their list. I don't. I only know three or four sites that require it to be reviewed. Uh, Coop, Half Wheel, Developing Palettes, and a guy named Tiny Tim are the only ones I know that that require it to be reviewed. Oh shit! How did I miss this story? This is an interesting one, and we can talk about this right now. So Coop, I'll let you speak on this since you uh you reported on this. Mm hmm The New Zealand generational tobacco ban is being uh rolled back. Interesting. It appear it appears that that's gonna be the case. Yes, they have to it's it's was yeah. Um so this is where I have to learn a little about politics in other countries, right? To, so it was it, the parliament and the prime minister last year put it into law. That basically, after if you were born after 2009, you weren't going to be able to buy tobacco anymore. And eventually, the idea was it was going to eliminate. Uh, it was a generational ban. Eventually, everyone there'll be no more people buying tobacco. Um, a new government went into place with a new prime minister. And what happens with these with these governments in like New Zealand is there's multiple parties, and they the, the prime minister reaches out to the other parties, and they form what's called a coalition. Uh, and they kind of just kind of form this alliance and they kind of agree to a whole bunch of policy changes, uh, policy implementations, policy changes. And one of the policy changes 
was the elimination of this um, generational tobacco ban. I think it still has to go through. I think it still has to go through Parliament, though, that there. So it will be. But I think they'll have the support on it if it's agreed to with the coalition. You know, okay. so usually. So I think it, it looks like so it looks like it's going to get repealed. The inter the other interesting thing out of this was the UK prime minister who, who was pushing for this in the UK. He said, we don't care. We're going forward with this right now. So that's yeah, that was a big story. That was a big story. I, I actually saw that story on the BBC News, of all things, on TV. I, I, I sometimes run BBC News in the mornings, and I saw it. Um, I want to say it was Thanksgiving I saw it. And, uh, yeah, I, I did this story uh, late in the day when I got home. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's – if you're in New Zealand, that's good news. Yeah, I saw that, and I thought it was interesting to see it already being repealed. And I'm like, oh, this was like, you know, a big topic. And we've seen some s states and towns try to implement this here in the U.S. It, um, yeah, I would. I still think they will too. Uh, I'm really worried if the U.K. ends up putting this in, what happens? But uh, it's gonna be tougher to do it in the U.S. I think. Um, I also I think. Agree, hundred percent. Yeah, and I, I think. I also think it would go to court in the U.S. because. The way uh, the food and drug regulations are written, I think it technically you can't do an outright ban. So I think it would be, be challenged. That I'm not 100% sure of. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. I, I you know, but again, I, I thought I, uh, I thought I, I saw that and I was like, oh, shit. Okay, wow. Okay, well. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good news. No matter how you put it. I think the, all eyes going to be in the UK thing right now. Uh, I'm kind of interested, you know, with some of the changes going on PCA, if, like what they're going to, you know, what they're going to do as far as that goes. Um, you know, how to get, because PCA is getting more involved internationally right now. That's true. I know Mitchell, you know, being in Canada, he, he's spoken to that. And, um, you know, Canada, you know, for what it's worth, you know, Canada, they're, they're a good poster child for, you know, what can happen when mm -hmm. you don't push back on it. You know, as we've talked about tons of times, and Mitchell's been on, he's talked about it. And, um, yeah, but, I mean, poof. I don't know. Uh, That'll be huge news if it does get repealed. Yeah, I mean, talking about the FDA got shot down, that gets repealed. It's, a, it's been a I guess I mean there's been some good wins for uh, tobacco worldwide this year. I mean not it's not all been great, but you know. Yeah, it's it's definitely for the, for legislation. It's been a, a year of wins for sure. Yeah, it can always change, but 2023 was a good uh -huh. year. Take them when you get them. Yeah, it was it was good. It was a good year. I think the I think the whole appeal through a big uh, kind of dampered a bit the victory, but it's. Still got to go through an appeal, so. I'm sorry so for that. I'm I sorry. Wanted, I'm sorry, I, I'm I, sorry I, for that. I want to talk about something that's that's not cigar related. Oh, some, yeah. Some news came, news came out this last week, at least for for me personally, was was big news. Oh yeah. What so, do you got? 
and this kind of kind of falls in line with uh, Coop's jukebox shows. Um, Sammy Hagar announced something that for Van Halen fans is exciting. That uh, Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, Joe Satriani, and Jason Bonham are going to do a Van Halen tribute tour next year. They've actually wow. he actually extended an invite to David Lee Roth to come along as well, so they can cover the whole catalog. So, so I was that's ex- going to be I, exciting. Is Wolfgang part of that? No, 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 because Michael when Michael I... Anthony is going to play bass. So, oh, yeah. Okay. But okay, so I had I had excitement on this. However, I saw the serious studio performance of Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony, and it was not good. It was disappointing. Really? It By was, the way, my so, thought out. But 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 he, here's what I'm going to say, Kevin. Every Ooh. artist still has a great performance in them left. Mm-hmm. So again, doing it in a serious studio maybe not the ideal thing either. Is what I'm saying. Uh, right. So, is that on Howard uh, Stern? Yeah, yeah. No. And you know, does Howard Stern perform? Like I said, it just—they sounded tired. Oh, this is good. Singing the best of both worlds. They sound—I yeah, told you—singing—they sounded tired singing the best of both worlds. But then, when I thought about it more, Kevin, that's not one of the better Van Halen songs I want to hear them do. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. My deal. I mean, I've I've seen Sammy live with. Michael Anthony and Satriani, and I mean, my big thing, I mean, is as world-class a guitarist as Satriani is, he just does not have the Eddie Van Halen timing. No. So we, it just, no, he it's, doesn't. It's, it's, just, it's just no matter what it is, as good as Satriani yeah. is, it's still just, yeah. it's not it's not Van Halen. The biggest mistake we made on Jukebox, at least, or I made, um, I'm not going to blame Dave on it, is we did not do an Eddie tribute show when he died. Oh, and yeah, we talked it, about this. But we did do that. We did some Eddie tribute at the year. Of the, we 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 did roll it into the year end show, uh, that we did. But um, yeah, it, we really underestimated that one. We that we blew it. I mean, it, we because Eddie's just so popular on our site mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you know we uh, we definitely um, missed the boat on that one. And it was a scheduling issue more than anything. So we just skipped it, and then people were messaging us left and right on it, and then. But he passed in October, so we were able to get it. We did weave it in pretty good at the year-end show. So we did cover it, but we, we, we kind of blew not doing a standalone show with that. Um, I've seen Van Halen three oh, so times. Maybe I'm wrong based, based on, so, based on uh, Randy, Randy both, Bush's concert. Yeah, Randy said, Sammy clarified that David I've was seen, only invited seen... to sing a couple of songs, if he can remember the words, and he went on to say... Um, that if anyone thinks David is invited to tour I, with them, that the answer was no, hell no, I'd never go through that again. Okay. I actually remember um, that too, like back, but that back was a, in that like was the early a, 2000s. That was a bad idea, though, when they did that. Yeah, that it was, was actually, a bad idea. It was actually a good tour. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, Sammy did, you know, Sammy songs and did some of the Sammy Van Halen songs, and then Roth did some of his solo stuff which i mean a lot of people had never gotten to see you know any some of the david lee ross solo stuff live so i mean it was a good it was a good tour but it's still it was just it was awkward yeah i saw i saw sammy twice and david lee ross once um with van halen with van halen yeah but i saw sammy at his peak 
I saw David Lee Roth when he came back to tour with them in 2000, I want to say 2006 or seven. And uh, I and 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 I got a big appreciation for what David Ross brought to the table at a concert, so um, it was really good. Yeah, it's like uh, I've gotten to see like every iteration of the band. I got to see you know see Van Halen with David Lee Roth in 1984. I got to see the first Sammy tour. I got to see the later Sammy tours. I got to see both iterations of them when David Lee Roth came back, and then you know the Hagar kind of in the middle of all that and. I mean, yeah. the last iteration with, you know, in 2015, like the shirt that I'm wearing here from the 2015 tour, you know, like Ross vocals were just not complimentary to, to the band. And I mean, and, you know, having Wolfie in the band, I mean, you know, Wolfie's got chops, but I mean, it's not like he wasn't Michael Anthony, you know, so uh, I mean, there was, there was, there was a, a lot, lot to be said. Yeah, Wolfie's improved a lot. I'm going to say that. Uh, agree, he's not oh, Michael uh, Anthony, but... Uh, uh, He's more his dad than Michael he's, Anthony. He's more of a yeah. He's more of a student of, of you know of music. Um, to me, Eddie Van Halen still is the Mount Rushmore guitarist, in my opinion. He is just one of the greatest of all time. He did it in the studio. He did it live. Um, the, the, he did things with a guitar I never thought I'd hear a guitar sound like before. Mm-hmm. I was watching an uh, interview with him one time, and I. One of the things that made Eddie so great was, and he said this, you know, he's like, you know, when I when I was younger and, you know, I was playing guitar, like, you know, I didn't have the money to buy pedals and 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 buy like the best guitars and and do all this. So I had to I had to figure out a way to create the sounds that I had in my head that I was looking for, um, by just messing with things and, and putting things and that's kind of where like the, the Frankenstein guitar stuff came from because he wanted yeah he wanted you know and I can't remember the exact parts of them but like you know he wanted he wanted like the fender neck but he wanted the Gibson body or or, or vice versa but he wanted the you know he wanted the Gibson pickups and, and he and that and he built the guitar with all the different pieces <laughs> to get the different aspects of each guitar that he wanted uh, to make the sounds and you know then he like he fucked with his amps and and he, and he and he did things to 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 manipulate and then play the way he could play and you know then of course he becomes you know a rock star and and he can buy whatever he wants to and it just gets better but you know he, he at a younger age and you know he he utilized all of the resources that he could um to to make the most of what his potential was. And I think that is also a huge part of what made him so great. I mean, there's a lot of guys, they were great guitar players. You know, they experimented with different guitars and they did some little stuff. But like Eddie, like, you know, sat down and like the broke the guitars apart and like put them yeah. together. Like, yeah, because he was he was trying to like, I want this to be a certain way, you know, and it is, I, you got to give him a lot of appreciation for that, too. I mean, he uh, he he. He was more than just like good guitar player. I mean, he he was a Luther, too. I mean, yeah. he, he knew he he knew the instruments. He knew the equipment. You know, he he knew the music and you know how to make it and record it and yeah. play it. But yeah, he he was just so good all the way around. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, you know, we have a little bit of that. You know, with Aaron Nielsen's father, Rick Nielsen, does the same thing with guitars. He's he's got yep. a five neck guitar. He's famous for. Yeah. Um, so he does. He does a little bit of that. Kevin, have you ever been in Vegas to Ed Roman's guitar store? Oh yeah, Ed Roman guitars. Yeah. 
That, yeah. What, is it Ed Roman? Did I say it wrong? No, that's what, right. What, what Ed Roman guitars. Okay. Ed Roman okay. guitars. Yeah, I've been there a couple. Yeah, so that's a, a custom guitar place that a lot of the, the musicians go into, and they they moved recently. They used to I they they used to be near cigar where cigar box was, but they moved. Um, I haven't been to the new place yet, but yeah, that if you. If you're in Vegas and you want, you're really into guitars. Uh, go in there; they're super nice. They'll they'll talk through some of the. They do all the custom guitar work in there. It's a, it's one of the great places to go to. You can get anything you want there for sure. Yep, gaining you want you in like. Yep. I know, like I had heard a story, you know, about Eddie, like back in the day, where. Like one, I can't remember the the school of music, but it was one of the music theory teachers was basically telling him he was he was playing something and writing something for guitar, and they told him, "Well, that's a, you can't play that on the guitar." And Eddie just went in and laid it down for him, and proved yeah. him wrong. <laughs> I I can see Eddie doing that, playing it, and then giving him that impish grin, like, see? yep, because <laughs> Eddie had yeah, that, that guy's impish grin that was, was a, um, yeah. Uh, geez, yeah, I'm, I hope that tour comes to life. It's like I, I would, I would like to see it. I almost one, saw them. I almost I, saw them. They, I, I got wind. They were, they were supposed to tour in twenty nineteen, I think it was. And that's when Eddie got sick. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I had, I had heard through friends at Live Nation, you know, hey, they're going on tour. And, you know, this is where they're going. You know, don't tell anybody. It's going to be announced. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And then I didn't hear anything for a while. And I was like, huh. And then I heard several different rumors as to why the tour was canceled. And then it was shortly after that we found out that Eddie died. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, damn. And I was all excited because I was I, – I have a long list of, of – of, people and bands that i've seen perform live and there's very few that didn't make the list or haven't at least made them yet um and that was one of the top ones that i always wanted to see and i got so excited and then it just didn't happen and then when i knew he died i'm like oh that's it that's that's over um that's like one of the ones like i wish i had seen um, right. I never will get to it's see. Just, it's so sad to know that you'll never see Van Halen again. Like, yeah. Ever. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, agree. Agree, yeah. Um, you know, for sure. I yeah, my my, my favorite Van Halen moments, it's like I got to see... I got to go to Sammy's birthday bash at Cabo Wabo Cantina in Cabo San Lucas. And it was, you know, Van Halen in his, in his Cabo Wabo Cantina with like 200 fans. So I mean, it was literally like seeing Van Halen play in a bar. That was insane. That is and then insane. There's a there's a yeah. cover group here called the Atomic Punks that covers Roth era Van Halen, and their guitarist actually went on the road with David Lee Roth for the, the, the uh, Sammy Dave tour, and uh, they were playing at Sunset Station here, and they did this little thing like, well, you know, or, you know. Or, Freaking bass player and a guitarist didn't show up. I don't know what the hell is going on. You know, what are we gonna do? You know, does anybody out in the audience know how to play? You know, does anybody know Van Halen? Can you come help us out? And the lights go out, and 
you know, they start playing the baseline from Running with the Devil, and they they turn the lights on, and Michael Anthony's up like picking the bass with his teeth, like he used to do on stage playing Running with right, the Devil. Right, right, right. And the guitar, the guitar comes in, and freaking Eddie Van Halen comes walking out from backstage, and they played a whole set with these guys. And that was freaking insane, because that was like, like the the Ralph from the Atomic Punks could sing. Roth or Halen better than David Lee Roth could. So, I mean, it was literally like watching Van Halen live in concert. You know who I'd love to see cover Van Halen? Like, at least one or two songs? Radio XX. Yeah. Yeah. They would be good at it. Yeah, they would be good. Coop doesn't okay, know about got... Radio XX. I don't know about them, though. I gotta be honest, I don't. Because that's what he's from. Those guys are from... Uh... Lifehouse, and I can't remember the other band, but they're, Savage, they're, Savage they're, they're the band. Those guys were freaking That's because Coop, Coop didn't go to so TV good. the last couple of years. They're a, local, so they're, a local band. Yeah, they're a local band here. But, I mean, just just wow. You know, those me those and, guys are like, Me and Andrew Tolzman went to go see them at the barbershop at the Cosmo. So they did, they did the party at TPE in 22, and then they did it again this year. And I remember Kevin. I got. I landed after the whole Phoenix saga that we were talking about earlier. We're in the car, and Kevin and Barbara are driving us to the hotel. And we get there, and Kevin goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, uh, I think Radio XX is playing the party tomorrow." And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here again!" We got all excited, and then they did. And then a group of us were like talking to them after, and um, Andrew was got like in touch with Ben. And he was like, yeah, we play at the bubble shop. You know, you should come by. And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll, we'll come by. And they were playing Friday night or something. I was supposed to leave. But my flight got delayed until, like, 2 in the morning. And Nicole wanted, Nicole was three months pregnant, and she didn't want to. She's like, let's just reschedule. Well, we couldn't get on a flight for another two days. So we ended up staying another two days in Vegas. So... I had, we got checked back into the hotel and then I was like, oh, let me text Andrew and see what he's up to. And so we met up and then he was like, oh, he goes, Radio XX. And I said, yeah. And he's like, they're at the barbershop tonight. We got invited. We're on the list. And I was like, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. And we ended up going and it was like it was like 815. We were at Resorts World. And he's like, we got to get over there like now. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And we went and we, we waited and we got, we walked right in and that was awesome. We, uh, we saw them a third time and, uh, I'm telling you, if you're ever in Vegas and you, and you like music and you, you want something that's, you know, not like a big show barbershop at, uh, Cosmopolitan radio XX, that's definitely worth your time. Go and check those. That's actually, out. and that is actually like a, uh, like a secret or quote unquote hidden hidden it and it's hidden like it's not you you have to know about it or know somebody that knows about it because if you actually walk into the establish it's a barbershop yeah like they have a they have a secret door that you walk through to go back into the club it's a very legitimate speakeasy not like a chintzy one like a like a real yep. good one and they pl- they play in the back and it's it's badass it's small and it's intimate but it they do a really fucking good job i mean Really good job. Those guys are awesome. Yes, they are. Yep. Coop, you'll have to experience it sometime. I'm telling you. 
<laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> you imagine just Coop at a rock show just being like, yeah. I give him the horns. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't go to concerts anymore. But, I know. Um, I know. But um, it's but I watch a lot of live music. So uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They they they, uh, they do a good job for sure. So that that's my shout out to them tonight. But uh, yeah. guys, I'm looking at the time. Yeah, I think we. Uh, it's getting late. I'm getting tired. Yeah, and. Uh, I think this is a good stopping point for the show. Glad the yep. show ended up going well because it had a very rough start. I knew, I knew we get you. I know we got you up. Yep. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you guys did. I'll give you that. You guys did a good job. Um, but uh, no, the, it was a great night. Thank you for everyone for coming out and uh, watching the show, listening along, uh, whether you're live or if you're listening later. Don't forget to like and subscribe on all of our platforms, and always visit SmokingTobacco.com for more news reviews. Another updates from the cigar industry. Um, with that, gentlemen, thank you for being here with me tonight. I appreciate it. It's always great yep. to see you. Great Absol conversation yep. as always. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yep. Anytime. And uh, we'll see you at the next one. All right. Take care, guys. See you, guys. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smoke and Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokingTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.